Hello, and welcome back to Generic Board Podcast. I'm your host, the Gutosh. And I'm John. And pretty zen this weekend, really, because of what happened this weekend. Yeah, everything was out of our control. Mm-hmm. We just have to make My Broncos are out of the playoffs, and the Dolphins lost by a lot. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it more. But we are zen. We're also recording it, like, really late. And then people can buy it. We don't have to worry about a lot going on right now. So, it was nice. But that Z- being said, oh, yeah. Z- I was like, zen? Zen, aren't we sad? Zen is masking the sad. This is masking the sad of week that this is week 17 yeah <laughs> where have all the time gone it's been a long season quick fast painful yeah well uh, you know what painful is a good way to go about it let's let, let, let's start with in some ways the most painful game of the week lions losing 19 to 20 to the cowboys uh yes that was pain mainly because of the ref yeah brad allen who um not the first time he He's made, they've made, his crew have made some really bad calls to start, well, with the no call against mm-hmm. the Eagles when the Dolphins played them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, And then that ridiculous call of um, Patrick Mahomes getting hit out of bounds while he was in bounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the no pass interference when there was pass interference in that Chiefs soccer game. Oh, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of mistakes there. And, you know, you know, he just, well, and, and, and he, he, he broke, like, one of the biggest, like, cardinal sins. He assumed made an ass out of you and me mm-hmm. or at least out of out of himself and the detroit lights right like he he, uh, he, he thought number 70 was he, assu- um, he just assumed because number 70 skipper uh, reported eligible right to the player that was like right to his side probably yelling at him calling out like he's as far as you and me are and yeah sure the stadium's loud but like don't assume that you're you know like look at the closest player you know like like you know he, he's he's there and he's probably like you know like is, is skipper coming up number 70 yeah but he's not ta- he, he didn't do anything to motion or coming up so you know he automatically assume, assume. If, if, you know we, we we need something more than like there needs we need we need a signal to uh get it um they usually do i i i, I forget if they did the like basically like the wakanda forever the, the, the double arm the, the arms cross like an x tapping something mm-hmm. i forget if that's how they did it as a visible sign so we need we need something to confirm yeah. you know and a point like you know do the uh do the x then point and be like and then and give a signal back confirm that's all we need we need like a couple x's and a you know exactly. a, you know ekram like the, the the player that is like i know it kind of takes away from the tackle eligible but maybe also just realize look, look at the formation maybe we don't need maybe we don't need to report tackle eligible if the formation you know shows something like that because there have been plenty of plays where it, the, the, there's been a penalty for um, what, what, um illegal formation mm-hmm. meaning not all the players are set on the line something like that so just make every basically if somebody's not lined up or if somebody's lined up in the tackle eligible spot just confirm it that's an automatic defense has to play for it right. I, there, there, it's definitely going to be a rules um now i will say on the other side of it uh th- there's a couple other sides or thoughts one i love dan camp but after the penalty just kick the extra point go for the tie go win it out in an overtime like you know your defense was doing pretty good it would have been a 20-20 game like uh, 30, 39 was... points like i know you were trying to go for the win but i think he was just angry and worried. well yeah, i know we talked off off the mic about the uh, about coach's mistake and we'll get into it later but that this was the second biggest mistake of the weekend in my opinion as far as coaching goes uh but to be fair that they were gifted this because the third biggest mistake was Mar- Mike McCarthy's time management. Why did he throw the ball? Have Dak throw the ball. If he just ran it, that's more time off the clock and and less of an opportunity. Right? The Lions would have had to rush. You know, you you gave him like a, almost a full minute. Like I think it was like 50 seconds, uh, about a minute, because it, the clock would have been down to like 20 seconds after the field.
field goal if they ran a play to kill the clock because they were out of timeout. So that's just a poor excuse. They were just fortunate that, you know, the Lions even didn't get that far. So, you know, that, that was still the Cowboys. Like, the, the Lions get through? Yeah. But it was really at that point, the Cowboys just making mistakes. And that's why it sucks because if you make mistakes, like not keeping the clock moving, and we speak like this as fans, we totally understand that in the middle of the game, it's totally different because you're not thinking completely straight. But isn't that a sign of a good head coach? Like, that's not a mistake. I think Belichick makes uh, not a mistake. Um, I don't think Kyle Shanahan would make. I think some of them, some of the greats do have made. I know Andy Reid had some clock management mistakes. John Payton, a few others. But uh, there are some, there are coaches that, I mean, make these mistakes because we're not, you know, they're they're into the game. But it's not, a, I, I try and say it, but it's not an excuse. They need to be, they, you, you need to be better and be more in the situation. You need maybe an assistant head coach to help you with that. Well, you got a lot of people on the field. Help. Get some help. I know the coach is the leader in the head, but, you know, sometimes you, a good leader listens to, um, you know, their, their, their second in command, you know, because, you know. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, Picard didn't always listen, you know, Picard listened to Riker sometimes. Riker, you, you know, needed to be like, no, you're not fit, you know, or I know something's up. This is not the Jean-Luc Picard. There have been plenty of times where, in Star Trek and other shows, where we need the number one <laughs> to help guide and help focus the coach. And I think that was a very missed opportunity. Uh, well, for both sides, I, the, the Cowboys got, definitely got lucky. Yeah. Well, I know, uh, like, and they would have tied it, like, even if he, um, they tied it, or even if they made it, made it, like, there was still only three seconds left. If Dak could have thrown one pass to C.D. Lamb, they could have been up it. It would have made the game a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know, or it was on to overtime. It would have had a quarter of it. I just don't understand, like, like, I mean, I understand about being angry. When you're angry, you need to be able to control your emotions. Yep. And speaking of head coaches, uh, big shout-out to Jimmy Johnson for making the uh, Ring of Fame. Yeah, the for, Cowboys kick, Ring of Fame. Yeah, for, like, that was an awesome uh, ceremony. He, uh, like, he deserved it for years i was shocked i forget how many years he really was, was there because you know he's a legendary coach and obviously he should have won three rings with them probably more they uh them around but didn't, they didn't have egos slash between him and him and jerry and that's probably why it's taken until 2023 to get into the into their ring of fame or wall of fame or whatever mm-hmm. ring of honor whatever uh what was i gonna say Oh, there's so much I want to say. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I, like, he was definitely, like, I didn't, I love Troy Aikman and the Cowboys back when I was growing up first. So, like, I always remember, they always had them on in the afternoon when growing up in Vegas, especially when we didn't have a team, so, like, they would be one of the teams you'd normally see. Um, so, so, just, you know, and, 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 uh, I actually probably remember him more growing up as a, you know, uh, a pregame show for, for Bob and the Halftime Show. So, it was, like, and it was awesome to see, like, the, his friends from the shows, you know, like, Michael Strahan and, uh, uh, where I saw Howie Long and others being there, and uh, it was just it was just an awesome moment. Of course, he had to say his line. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, congratulations, Jimmy Johnson, you deserve it. Yes, yes, you deserve it. That being said, uh, I think we shall move on to the Jets and the Browns. There's nothing much really else to say about that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Lamb had a, had a career day. He like uh, he broke Michael Irving's record, but he was also in attendance, so uh, he had more yards um, for a season. Like, I think he had the most yards in the game for a Cowboy. Most receptions in the season for a cowboy. Right. So CD Lamb and Raheem Moser breaking two record, two, breaking multiple record, re- multiple franchise records for their team. Right. In less in in in, in the same amount of games because they did it like right. 15. 
because Mostert did it in last. Yeah. He even missed this week, so. Right? He didn't have any chance to further extend the record. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it definitely will be working on it this coming week. Uh, so as we uh, were was set to move on, but double back. Right. Well, CD Lamb had a good a career day, so like, he, we had we a, didn't we had really a We didn't really legitimately talk about the game. We just talked about the controversy. Because it was a very close and tight game, and that was like the most important part. Like, I mean, he had a, he had a 92-yard touchdown, too. So, mm-hmm. like, that was great. Like, that could have been a safety. So, the fact that they he turned that into, that Jack got away, turned that into a, a pass that he lamb just, like, He basically walked it in after a while. Like, he was untouched. So. Man, they just better hope they don't play each other again in the playoffs. I feel like the Lions are going to be this. I'm going to go for two-point conversions each time, aren't they? Right? Uh, first touchdown play in the red zone is going to be the tackle level one. Like, maybe second. I'll know that. Mm-hmm. No, um, but now, now I think we can move on to the game. Um, Joe Flacco's taking the Browns to the playoffs. Weird, right. weird sentence to say. Started off really competitive. One went in for a touchdown, the other went in for a touchdown. And the Browns went in for another touchdown, and the Jets turned it over. I think they got another touchdown from that. I know they got a defensive touchdown. It was back and forth. There were a lot of touchdowns. Uh, the Jets were playing pretty good there. They got to stay competitive, and the Browns just kind of really well, walked Took it out of reach. Carried, carried it away for a win. Yep, the Brown, the, the, yep, former Jets quarterback, Joe Flacco, who's throwing to former Jets receiver, Elijah Moore, beating that. I forgot Elijah Moore. Uh, other than that, um, the, the defense looked great. This team can travel. Like, I know they played in Cleveland, but hey, hey, th- this team, this team, first of all, I'm sure Browns fans will get in the stadium. <laughs> Second of all, I'm sure Browns fans, uh, they don't even, they, they, they can win channeling the energy from Cleveland. Like, they're playing so if good. The Brown, if the Browns had Joe Flacco from the start of the season, they probably would be the number one seed in the AFC. Maybe if we got this Joe Flacco, I should say. Yeah, if this Joe Flacco. I mean, maybe that's why it's working, because mm-hmm. he's. He, he he wasn't there for you know off season stuff like he didn't tire himself out he he's well rested off the couch mm, right it's a good time to it's the right time to be streaking yep so we'll see what happens because mm. they don't have to play that they don't they don't move up or down with a with a win right so um I don't know if they're eleven yeah, yeah they're eleven and five so yeah no one can I don't think anyone takes five right because well yeah if if I I think I, the brown the Bills are the only the Bills are the only one that could reach eleven but they win they win big so they can't take five. So they would move ahead of them, not take five seasons. And I think that the Dolphins would have. I think they have a better conference win record. They've got some. I think they've got the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, based on what I've heard. The Dolphins can only go to the six seasons. There's so yeah. There's only like three opponents. The Dolphins, four opponents. The Dolphins can play three if we want. Three different ones if we win. One if we lose. So that means we can can't take five seasons. Yeah. So more on the Dolphins when I begrudgingly get that game. Um, I mean we're we're kind of done with. That that the Jets and the Browns. Yeah, just more on just well, well, still talking about the Browns for next week. But yeah, they can rest their play, they can rest their players. If they choose to. I mean, I I'd at least um I would at least rest my big ones like Joe Flacco, uh, probably Kareem Hunt, and Amari Cooper, yeah, Jerome Ford, yeah, Jerome Ford and uh, uh Miles Garrett. And is is Denzel Ward playing or if he is, I would rest him. Yeah, huh? yeah, Ward's playing. Okay, then I would. That, that's probably. Who, that's about it as far as who I'd rest. Yeah, you can only rest so many players because of Right, you need your important ones to rest. Mm-hmm. And maybe an O-lineman or two, like the important ones. Like, you could probably not rest your left tackle. Maybe you're, that's about it. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well, if we want to move on, I can just go to my game and get it out of the way with Band-Aid off. Sure. Right. I don't think there's really, I don't really think there's too much to, to, to say uh, either either way. Like it, it, it's... All right, so moving 
on to the Baltimore Ravens scoring their um, second highest scoring total in franchise history. Once again, uh, once again, the number one and number two games, they're the most they've scored on against a team or ever was both against the Dolphins. So this is the second most and it was a just plain out ass-kicking, butt-whooping. Right. I, I, I was going to say, over the years, this is a rivalry. Like, I know they haven't been around, they've been around for 20 years, but like, I can think of a lot of classic Miami Dolphins, Baltimore Ravens games and and uh, they well, th- this they, this one come this one was like mm-hmm. Lamar's perfect game. Uh, last year was the amazing comeback. Mm-hmm. The year before that, I think was another comeback by two or something in the. I forget that. The I, I think there was one, one on one. Thursday night that was great. Um, and then there was also uh, I, I know that it took forever for them to uh, like for you to beat them. They they beat you a lot in Baltimore last year. Was like first time in like a long time since the nineties or something. Right. So uh, so there's that and then there was um yeah the, the, and then there was the one where you had your your your, your one in 16 season and they were the only ones you beat yep so basically yeah they go the, the big one the big is in 2007 2007 and then we beat them they're the only team we beat 2008 they beat us in the playoffs you know same same rivalry that we one of us wins and the next one wins. It's like a back and forth between us. So it's back and forth. Hopefully we get to see, we, if we see them again in the playoffs, it's back on our side. But still, yeah. Yeah, so they just basically, Lamar, Lamar was all that in a bag of chips. The Ravens were in all, were all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> they basically, our defense was Swiss cheese. Our defense, no, nothing really worked. I, um, I stopped watching partway through because, like, because, why? Like, I just, Red Zone was like, oh, here's the next here's the next I went to watch Ultra, I went to watch Ultraman. It was more entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, like, nothing depresses me. Like, dolphin blowout losses. But, right. but like, I mean, it was close in the beginning and then just got out of control. I mean, at halftime, wasn't it like almost a tied game or something like that? I forget. Or it was... Moving. No. What was the score at halftime? 28 to 13. Oh, my bad. Then it must have been at the end of the first quarter. You, you had the lead for... Was a... 10 to, it was 10 to 7. Right, I was going to say, you had the lead for a while there. It was 13. I, I thought you had like 13 to, to 7 for a little bit there. No, it was um, just 10 to 7. Well, you, I, I, you had the lead for a while there. That's mm. all I remember, like. At least, uh, so that they just picked it up in the next uh, quarter. Uh, yeah, the lead, yeah, they just they decided to um make up or they made up or um last year where we came back in the fourth quarter and scored a bunch. They just decided they were going to do the do the same thing, but instead of us scoring all those points, they scored all those points. And starting in the second quarter, <laughs> there was four. No, they scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone. <laughs> How much did they score in the third? One. That was only one touchdown in the third quarter. Right. See, and, and, and at that point, if it was 35 to 13, like, that's that's a three... Three four game that that one I that one I can see why why keeping your players in but after I know we talked about the soft mic but there was a point where they scored like two more touchdowns that I, I think Tua needed to come out Tyreek and and some of your starters on defense and in hindsight um I know Mike McDaniel um hates that he didn't think about it but, but he he well basically he was think 
I think he was thinking about it, but a, um, a lot of the players still wanted to play. I get that, and I respect mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but he's the head coach. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. It's a huge mistake. I, they, you have to, you have to, it, it, you ha- they have to remember it's a war of attrition, mm-hmm. and and there was no, like, I don't think there was a miracle to come back. I mean, I, of, of all teams, like, I follow, I know, like, you know, I know Mike Daniel and stuff, stuff knows it's a war of attrition. We literally rested game players and, and stuff it was just it, it sucks about bradley chubb and yes it should have ta- yes they should have taken him out they shouldn't have been playing they shouldn't have been playing the starters at the end of the game but yeah and like i, I know i mentioned it earlier this was the worst coaching mistake in my opinion probably if you lose somebody like bradley chubb after losing like if he didn't lose if you guys didn't lose uh jalen phillip that would have been one thing but like like those guys those guys were like studs and so like i i you know bradley chubb i think was really improving like showing you know yeah he was really improved you know what they didn't talk you know what they didn't talk about him you know he was only two he was two sacks behind miles garrett and had more tackles than him well miles garrett fell off <laughs> i know uh, he, i know miles garrett did fall, fall off i mean but, i know he but, was like real like i know some people were talking about him as mvp candidate you, you know defensively he was but like defensive one, player but... defensive player of the year yeah well bradley jeff was on the same was I, based yeah. on his level so yeah he was he was the only i think he would have been in the conversation to, at, at the end of the end of the day um well i mean it de- i mean it depends i don't know if miles garrett's playing next week so they might so, mm-hmm. so not like bradley not like they're gonna give anything to the dolphins anyways but that we, not that i re- not that we really deserve anything unless tyreek gets 280 something yards in, which I mean, he I, might I, need I, I was gonna say I, I would think that the nfl offensive player of the year is going to be between mm-hmm. tyreek christian mccaffrey and brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. i think it's those three maybe that mm-hmm. so Tua, i think would be the long shot at this one there so mm-hmm. see like between those but if i had to say i feel like offensive player of the year is more of the non-quarterback mvp so that's why i'm higher on tyreek and christian mccaffrey making it so yeah um but yeah. there's um not many highlights except for um achan getting back to his strong running ways and having over 100 yards without um raheem be playing so that's the only upside yeah we um, lost we uh what was it we lost bradley chubb xavier howard got hurt and tua got lightly hurt Xavier's not going to play. Xavier's not going to play, but it was fine. And Bradley Chubb's out, so very concerning because Eli Apple, right? But man, if Eli Apple can pick off Josh Allen, that we something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so as go- moving forward to next week, we are, we play for the AFC East against the Bills, and I don't know what to expect out of both teams because we're both weird. We'll, we'll talk more about the Bills mm-hmm. later. So, but just yeah, so we- Dolphins really can. It was just that I mentioned earlier about like there's only like four teams we can play, and I guess maybe we'll do something about the playoffs or something. Well, we'll talk about that later. That's not important because mm-hmm. why, why why even worry about guessing when 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 you can win the game and 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 hope the other ones <laughs> you well, win they, and hope the other ones win so that knock Bills out of the playoffs. Right. Well, we're gonna know the the, the Bills are gonna know if they're in or out what they're fighting for since we're the last game playing. Yeah, that's why they're playing Saturday. Right? Those teams really... Well, I mean, but it didn't, But we're still we're the final game of the week, yeah. so... But they're going to know pretty early. Mm-hmm. The thing is, most of those teams play... Three of those teams that they're going to be figuring out are going to be on Saturday and then mm-hmm. Sunday morning, so they're going to know why they're warming up, getting ready, and we'll see what happens there. So, <laughs> um, so we'll move on.
move on to the next game, which we don't. No, I'll bring it up. It's like, I, I know we can talk more about the, about the Bills and the, and the playoffs and stuff, but it's just really, they're, like, they're, they're obviously, yeah, they're all, they're, they're going to know, but it's like, uh, what else, um, how, how much, like, more time are they going to need to know? Like, how much, you know, like, it, it, it's definitely, like, an impactful thing. Like, if they, I, I don't got, think like, it's going, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to affect the Bills going into, like, they want, they're going to go into it wanting to, wanting to win anyways. But I, I mean, granted, it might add extra pressure if it's win or out. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking more. It's like, if winning is the only way to get into it, like, they're going to play a little more desperate. How does that affect them on the field? So, mm-hmm. that's, that, that was what I was uh, thinking about. All right. Um, speaking of a team that's going to play on Saturday, and they definitely have to play for it as well, because uh, this is kind of a, I, I want to say this is a semi win and you're in thing. It, it definitely going to depend on the Dolphins and Bills game as well as the um, the Jaguars and um, Titans game. But the the, the Texans won. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about in this game. CJ Stroud returns, makes a whole difference in the world. He is starting quarterback. He is great. Best Ohio State quarterback ever <laughs> in the NFL. I don't know what his color, I don't know if he's the best, the best at Ohio State, but he's definitely the best that came from Ohio State. At least that, you know, played their role and finished their career there. Because I know um, Joe Burrow also played there for, I think, one season. But that's, I know he finished his, I know he finished, uh, I know CJ Stroud finished at Ohio State. And yeah, man was, man is fantastic. 26 to 3. Uh-huh. Defense played fantastic. Coaching. It's for me, it's between D'Amico, Ryan's, and Kevin Spansky for Coach mm-hmm. Here, uh, I feel like, I think there could be a mutual parting of ways with, um, I'm blanking on his name, the head coach of the Titans. Vrabel? Yes, Mike Vrabel. I don't know. I mean, that feels a little desperate. I mean, I feel they just need a better offensive coordinator because their defense, when they play hot, they play hot. Like, they just, they, they just, I think Will Levis starting and getting him more weapons uh, I think will be fine. You need to get rid of some of your aging weapons and stuff and I think with more time and growth they will be better but I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how they draft and we'll see what they do in the offseason. Right. I Like, I guess I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised because I'm not sure about the ownership in Tennessee so, <laughs> but I don't think it would be, I don't think it's the right decision but. We shall, well, we shall see. I, I, I should say he might want to get out of there. Out of there. Depends on if they're gonna, what they're going to do as far as a rebuild and stuff like that. I mean, if he wants to get out of there, then that's fine. When I say mutually, it just means, like, they agree, they want to go in a different direction, and we'll see. Maybe they'll, I don't think there'll be a trade, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, Texans, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make the playoffs, look out for them with CJ Stroud. I mean, not like he wasn't in the college playoffs last season, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, and he, he had a nail biter with Georgia where they missed a kick and Georgia won, so. <laughs> Alright. Um, there were a lot of games, and I don't want to get into too many of them. Um, You can just speed through some of the ones that don't Saints, really make Saints and Buccaneers. Yeah, that brings the Saints up to um eight and eight, and the Buccaneers down to eight and eight. Either of them can win. I definitely think that the Bucs have the best chance to play Panthers. I think it's in at Carolina, but I don't think it makes a difference because they're playing Carolina. <sighs> Well, either Carolina is going to get their third win and play spoiler, or and spoiler, and whoever wins the um, other game goes, or the NFC South has a team with a winning record going to the playoffs. What happens if they have two teams? Bank win and the Packers lose. And um, we're going back. We're we're going back to the podcast we posted. Um, I think last week or two weeks ago, where we said there will be two NFC South teams in the playoffs, and we're sharing the hell out of it. Sounds good. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh yeah the bucks didn't come alive until like second to like fourth quarter at the end they, they definitely gave it a try but good good job on the Saints. they just they just were clicking and day clicking like, when the saints defense want, shoot, wants to play the saints defense is one of the best defenses in the league mm-hmm. uh, yeah um don't know what the coaching situation will look like we'll see what happens on black monday not gonna make any predictions because you know because we can just wait and see what happens and we'll do a podcast for that maybe like wednesday of that week uh, it really doesn't do uh, i don't know who's getting fired it, and, uh, it might be like whoever loses out like i could see dennis allen or something because there's gonna be a lot of uh, commodities out there that a lot of them sound better than the coach of the well yeah we'll see what happens even if even if Todd Bowles wins they don't want to play off game that one I don't know about we'll see I mean, he won two division championships that, you know it's like it's hard to fire somebody like maybe they need to improve a little They're, they've got a lot of dead cap you know salary cap hell and you know but I, I think we'll wait and see yeah salary cap hell they're doing good and I and like I said I think whoever played the AFC at the NFC I feel they'll be especially the Eagles out there we shall see now uh, I don't know Falcons can do it if they win but uh, I was gonna mention them that's the next game Falcons lost 17 to 37 the Bears like mollywop them like that's what it felt like they were just scoring like Justin Fields getting to DJ Moore trust me I don't know what the answer is if if the answer is um Justin Fields because they've got the number one pick now so look at how he progressed under Eberflus again like if they if you can get this evolution and you get him like Marvin Harrison Jr. or you get him another you either get him another weapon or get him a tackle or you well we've we talked about it for we they have some good defensive pieces they have to resign them I know they got uh Montez uh, Sweat um Eddie Jackson and I think uh Tyreek Stevenson did well this game with just one of the three guys that got interceptions he had two interceptions this game so. right so at least they have they, they, I feel like they've they've got some um it's not gonna be like bears of the bears of the old but they've got they, they they've still got a pretty decent defense right now I feel like so. yeah so they probably go for more of the offensive weapon with draft picks. right because that, that, that's the thing it's like a good defense will help win championships but um you need a, you you need a solid offense to also help, help make it your way there because that's it just reminds me of the broncos last last season literally like i think the top defense or at least the top three defense last season but with daniel hackett and uh, russell wilson there just there wasn't any consistency on offense to to get to to be a win to have that be a winning formula right? a great defense and a good offense can get you through the playoffs but there's so many teams that have great defenses and bad offenses don't get you places like the jets but the browns with now have a good offense with joe flacco and a great defense well they had a they, i mean that, that was the thing they had at least a decent one with mm-hmm. the, even in that qb carousel and the injury and stuff mm-hmm. like Nick Chubb. but i mean i'm just imagining um what they could have been if, if uh Nick Chubb didn't get injured huh? right a strong run game like a strong run game a good a great defense and you just, your quarterback just needs a minute or just making just make solid good decisions and you're solid <laughs> right um but uh and i i know we were talking a lot off uh off mic and about it uh, as well as you know just things in general on here about like what what, what should the bears do just you know over the few weeks and stuff and i'm just like trade, tr- honestly trade the pick for like three first rounders in the next few in the next few drafts and just and then go from there honestly mm-hmm. you might end up with two top 10 draft picks even if it's one in 10 mm-hmm. so like moving back you're still going to get two you, you still have the opportunity to get two great picks so right i mean there is the choice of uh of building up the offense for justin fields mm-hmm. but there's also the choice you already got the number 10 pick uh, you you know what you could do mm-hmm. uh you you could you 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 could actually just do what uh 
using the locker, go move, basically say, basically say, okay, we're going to take Caleb Williams and we want Marvin Harrison Jr. and move up to whatever spot somebody doesn't need a quarterback that, that's more likely to take him and go take him there. Right. Because I, I just can't imagine any of the, right, at least the current, you know, except for the Bears taking him. Like, but if the Bears want a quarterback, Washington's got like the second one, they want a quarterback. The only one they have to really jump is Arizona. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel that with keeping Eberflus, that I feel that Justin Fields has developed more and more each year since Eber, you know, with Eberflus coming in last year, and they've definitely developed better than last season. I feel like the growth will keep going. I feel like if you get Caleb Williams, you're starting over from zero, and that he's going to be, he's, I don't know how much Caleb's just going to be NFL ready, like. But he'll have DJ Moore, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe some kind of wide, another wide receiver or something. I mean, I agree with, I agree with you, like, but I feel like Justin Fields with more weapons, like getting Marvin Harrison Jr. And, and even if you did the number 10 and got him a second weapon, like, I don't, like, un, like the two top two wide receivers or an offensive lineman, if you give just, I feel that if you, you will be better off giving Justin Fields more weapons than taking Caleb Williams in and getting him one extra piece too. But what if they were to say, well, Justin Fields is going to cost us more money soon. Let's trade him away, get a second round pick. That could be another wide receiver and also sign T. Higgins. You get T. Higgins, DJ Moore, and a new wide receiver for Caleb Williams who's starting, like you said, back at zero or year one with a lower draft hit on their, you know, that. I mean, I mean, from a, now, now, granted, yes, from a financial standpoint, that does make sense as long as you're not uh, paying up the wall, out the wazoo for T. Higgins. Well, but even if you are, you know, as long as you're, well, as long as you're not, um, not hurting yourself. Yeah, too much. Because, I mean, you need to sign some defensive stuff too. But, you know, if you can get him at a good price without breaking too much of the bank, or at least, I, I don't know what their capital is in draft. Um, salary cap looks salary like. Salary cap, yeah. Um, no, it's, it, it's fair. I mean, the difference is, is that I know Caleb is, um, you know, always his potential is just, I don't know if he's the best quarterback in this draft with how they are looking, especially with Penix, ha- with Penix throwing for 400 yards last one and having like, and matching like Patrick Mahomes is stat- ma- matching something only Patrick Mahomes has done in college football. I mean, mm-hmm. there is the whole like Joe Burrow winning, you know, mm-hmm. coming up, winning a championship and that, you know, national championship that, you know, that's a whole nother um, conversation that we'll have in the off season. But right now, even if it isn't Caleb Williams, why would you, you know, why would you not try a different quarterback? Like, why is it just Caleb Williams? It's like, you're literally saying exactly, you know, like, yeah, you're saying, you know, it, it it's like, it, it, it can be more than a two quarterback conversation. I mean, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I, I mean, to be fair, their best move could be trade down. If someone, if Caleb is what everyone's hyping up and someone and everyone else really wants him you could trade down get like three number one draft picks and still especially if it's just like down a few notches to like say the patriots or something to uh, to jump over the commanders or something um and still get still get marvin harrison jr and maybe even get one of those quarterback and get like a bo nix or a michael Penix or get one of those two or Jaden daniels i don't know where they're going to end up in the draft but you can get one of those three who 
who might be on the same level and still be still be better off. It's a very it's one of the biggest talented uh, drafts um, that we've had. Honestly, it's probably the biggest and it, it, it's the biggest since 2020. 20. Um, and it might even be bigger than 2020. Like, it, 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 um, and, you know, like you know, obviously quarterbacks have to work out, but yeah, it, it feels like it, 20, 2020 is like the biggest one in recent memory. Um, so yeah, if if it if it turns out we get a few, you know, more than right now, everybody's working out from the 2020 draft and has a winning record, right? Because you got Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. been to a Super Bowl. Justin Herbert's actually the one that probably doesn't have a winning record right now because of the injuries and the way that Chargers team is. Well, I blame, he can't, I, I blame a lot of that on Brandon Staley, which. Yeah, and, and you can probably blame it on ownership too, but mm-hmm. right now he's the only one that's actually not with a winning record because Tua has a winning record. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has a winning record. Uh, Jordan Love has a. Uh, okay, he might. His is still too early, but I think he's about the same as Justin Herbert. But I mean, he if, if he wins this weekend, he makes a trip to the playoffs in what is essentially his first season. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how this season, how this class really comes out. And I don't I forget if there's another quarterback that I'm forgetting that maybe came later. But did you mention Jalen Hurts? I did. I did. Okay. I know after after him. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if there's anyone else from the 2020 draft. So it looks like from the 2020 draft, like also Tyler Huntley. I mean, yeah, he went undrafted, right? Yeah, he went undrafted, and... I mean, still, he got a Pro Bowl uh, election. When are we going to talk about him going to another team? Because I think he, if he's anything like, anything pretty close, he could be, he could do well with the Falcons. Probably be like the next, like, Tyrod Taylor and... Mm maybe like Kobe Brissett, which is a either low-end starter or really solid backup. And it depends on, honestly, the coaching because Jacoby Brissett probably could have been starter this year, but um, with the right coaching. Right. I feel... Um... Tyler Huntley might, well, if he plays this week, I'm sure this might be a showcase game, try to be a showcase game for him. Because, yeah, I know he lost the playoff game. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> he lost a really close playoff game, so we'll see. Like, yeah, like you said, we'll see what happens. But here, here, here's the thing, like, still the Ravens. <laughs> see how they do in the playoffs. It, mm-hmm. You know, he was out. One, one playoff game in the last year. Oh, and Lamar Jackson, since Lamar Jackson has been mm-hmm. drafted. Uh, anything uh, else I, on the Bears? Eh, not really. I think we're and I was just going to say if we can move on from the Bears. This was just about the Ravens. Um, I, I feel like they might want to hope that they face Jacksonville again if they have to face anyone because I think any of the wild card teams might end up being able to, especially the Browns. I think the Browns are the last ones. They want, I don't think they want to face any of their AFC North rivals. They're the last ones they want to face. You aren't wrong. If Steelers sneak in here, like, mm-hmm. I don't think they want to face Cleveland or Pittsburgh because they know them too well right i i mean for storytelling we all want the browns to face them yeah we do <laughs> also i wouldn't mind texans that could still be on that right uh okay so next game we'll talk about is the, the uh, we got two real uh yeah with some of these games but mm-hmm. first it was patriots bills which mm-hmm. the patriots started off really great with what J- jalen rager mm-hmm. uh, like uh it, I forget. 98 yard touchdown yeah on the kickoff and they were up seven nothing and then it all really fell apart because, like, I think Bailey Zappi or the uh, I he turned it over. He had like two interceptions, I think. I, I forget. They had four total 
turnovers in that first half. What was the first quarter? Yeah, Bailey Zappi least, had three interceptions overall. Yeah, so at least four. I think they were all in the first half. I mean, I don't know if you can find out when they were, but um, I don't know how many they had total in the game. But the fact that the, I, this speaks volumes for the fact that the Patriots were still in it. They lost 21-27, to but why Why are we like, but the Bills, the Bills, I think Josh Allen went, what, 15 for 31. He had no passing touchdowns. He had two rushing touchdowns. Um, and, and I think an interception or a fumble. He had one interception, yeah. Okay, so I'm just like, don't get me wrong, like, rushing touchdown, in my book, they count the same value as a, I don't know if they count the same value as a passing touchdown, depending on where they're from. Right. Uh, you know, because, like, I know the quarterback is really, you know, the, the, the position has, has really changed, but it's also, like, um, uh, but it's also, like, basically throwing a, it's, like, essentially, I think about it as, like, a, you know, it's like those ones where Aaron Rodgers mm. would just kind of like flip the ball to the. <laughs> right. It still counts as a passing touchdown, but it's like, a, you know, it's like, like, you know, is it really a passing touchdown or is it just kind of like a rushing touchdown? It's like, you know, I, I guess it really matters like where I hear the yard. It's more impressive when I hear like how many rush yards, how many passing yards, like how big was the play. You know, it's like we talked about like Jalen Rager making 98 yard kickoff return touchdown. Like that's impressive. 98 yards. Same thing with. CD Lamb uh, in, in in the Cowboy game. He made a 92-yard touchdown. Uh, and, I mean, he just, you know, but it's like, I, I don't know what the real, I don't know why I went off on this, like, <laughs> why I was thinking about, like, why is one better than the other, like, passing versus rushing, when it, it really is just, you know. Touchdowns are touchdowns. I, I, I really think it's just the way that the, when I hear the media, they're, they're saying, like, total touchdowns. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it comes down to, well, I mean, well, r- running touchdowns don't help your passing you don't help your quarterback rating that's not factored into it so like like josh allen's uh quarterback rating uh this week is they scored more points but like this is i i guess this is going into the fact that stats really don't matter or in a sense because of how poor josh allen did they scored 27 points but Tua's quarterback rating and stats are better than his and only scored 19 points yeah so that's a really weird and we will get into it more with, with, with the Denver Broncos mm, later. Yeah, you but, don't get the whole story. Stats are just numbers. Numbers. And we'll definitely get into to it with the Broncos game because that's who I can exact have examples for and we both can talk about. So we will just move on. We will just uh, I, I, move, I, I guess, cut I guess, this short. We will cut this off short a li- right now. I, 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 get, I guess my point is like, like I'm back and forth in my head about like how do like touchdowns obviously matter i think that that obviously that's the most important stat i think number wise is the total touchdown so because mm. that um and and total takeaway you know you know giveaways like you don't want to give away the ball either so i don't really know what the answer is when i'm thinking about this like what's you know you know how they how they work out because it's like again with the broncos you I know don't... The, the total you know the yards there's you... a whole like there's mm. all your all stats are not traded equally mm. because there are you so many stats want... that can um mm. um you know it's like painting a picture like that's paint a picture but not everybody's picture is going to be the same no st- stats paint a picture that a, a, a stats are painting a picture ai does versus like pay, versus actually watching the game and seeing how they play you can't like quantify how well like a quarterback's play is with just stats that's 
like actually like that's like actually hand painting a picture like that's like you know how it's done is different than the, what these numbers are generating mm -hmm. because because these stats so you're telling so these stats tell me that Tua played better than Josh Allen but he didn't win and we bl got blown out so these stats are telling me aren't telling me aren't telling me the correct thing mm -hmm. well I, no, I, I, we're, we might as well just get into it now with the Broncos with, with Russell Wilson like <laughs> you know I, I, I'll save more of it for later but yeah Russell Wilson mm -hmm. had some good stats but there's a lot that that's taken away from how many turnovers did the defense give them and that they had really close like that's part of why he had short yards and a lot of touchdowns you know how many times did he have to like deep chuck it because and make up some of those yards you know to Cortland Sutton how many you know like you know like he's you know you know get rid of some of those long bombs to Cortland Sutton and I think that's uh you know it's like we're cooking and, and yes I know I'm going into you know cooking with you know stuff with Russ but that's where you like those are like those secret ingredients or something that you're just like adding for extra flavor like you know when you actually kind of get rid of mm -hmm. those really like you know take away all his touchdowns from Cortland Sutton mm -hmm. and I believe that's 10 less mm -hmm. well what it comes down to is and then the yards as well so what it comes down to with Russ is that obviously the media doesn't watch these games no one can watch all these no one can all watch all these games especially if you're a media reporter who is on more than just the NFL but still you they, they don't watch all these games they just look at the stats and when you look at the stats Russ looks like a fantastic quarterback and the and no one understands why the Broncos are doing this you watch the Broncos games you understand why the Broncos are doing this Russ does not look great his stats are are great but he just doesn't look good like they are like the play calling doesn't look good and Jerry Judy no. missing this no his execution of, of the play, play. Call. like yeah the execution does not look good R they look like they said russ can't put together like three good drives in a row yeah now like let's uh let's, mm. let's get back on the point One. about the bills Most. is that why are why why is why 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 do i keep hearing people say like oh the bills are like a top five team top 10 team what are we fearing them about like right now they have like, they have a boner for josh allen i love josh mm. allen but but like <laughs> there there's only it, it, it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Like, you can't, not, not one, you know, one person can get the whole job done. They and, play and they are doing, they are getting the ball out to other people than Stefan Diggs. But, uh, you know, where, where, where are they going to, like, I'm just, uh, is their defense going to be good to keep up with Miami? Can, can Miami, you know, Miami can get back into, you know, they're not, they're not the same team that played in like week four. No, we're both not the same no. team. And I mean, that, they were the first team that sucker, that sucker punched us but now we're coming off a loss from one of the best teams and we want to play better and it's rival everything's on the table this is going to be, this better be like a, a match a, a worthy matchup for both teams like or it's going to be a shit show but like like i said i'm not sure who i'm 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 worried about like well, like i i know I, obviously you worry about you know your opponent and you're mm -hmm. scheming up and and figuring them out but like i don't trust the um bills against if they win, I don't trust them against the seventh seed, whoever it is. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. But my my, my point was, um, I uh, what 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 are what are the bills like? What what are the bills like? They they, they 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 I I know the answer is Josh Allen, and that's all it really it, it feels like because I you know 
I'm 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 trying to you know see see what else. And I'm not saying that you know Miami actually has a lot of pieces mm-hmm. to, to them when you when when you watch them. And um the the big their biggest problem coming up this week is that they're just hurt. Right. Um. I know what the Bills are, and this is not a knock at the Bills, but this is what they are. They are the Ravens light. They have a running. They have a strong running quarterback. They have a run. They have a run game, and they have a strong defense, and they have oak, and they have solid receivers, but not to the level the Ravens are doing it at. Well, I was gonna say they're really just between the Chiefs and the uh, Ravens because I mean, if, if they had a defense like Chiefs did, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I think that's their like they've got you know weapons as long as they you know yeah somebody you know want to do stuff and mm-hmm. they actually work the run game. That's kind of what they're they're kind of winning with. But mm-hmm. either way, the the fact that they just couldn't pull more than twenty seven points after having four takeaways right that is, is the sus part like yeah. that i mean yes their defense did keep them keep, uh keep them like to win the game but that you could have lost the game like that you were only six points ahead of them now that was worrisome mm-hmm. uh anything else to really add i think i'm good all right with the bills and the patriots uh we're gonna go to another <laughs> is there any is there any better way to play say that no <laughs> i mean it's this it was more exciting the cardinals and the eagles but the is on their defense right i mean i mean it was was it a close game eagles 31 Cardinals 35 yeah but when you think about how bad that Eagles defense played and that why that they were so why it was even so close is that they had a pick six so if you get rid of that seven points uh like 30, it could have been 35 to 24 mm-hmm. well, or 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 38 to 24 if they at least got a field goal or it could have been 41 to 20 well or uh, 42 to 20 24 um, so who knows you know like that pick six really really help the Eagles defense but that was literally I think all the Eagles defense really mustered because it was the first half. It was the first half because the Eagles defense um it was a tale of two halves. So you're telling me they lose the Eagles lose 35 to 31 where at the half it was 21 to 6. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. I was like yeah. 21 to 6 and I mean that was because of a that uh, that was part of the, the pick six but like so I, I I'm like Julio Jones had a game which is weird to say in 2023 when he's been to a Super Bowl and he was winning and 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 he was one of the most explosive wide receivers for years. Uh where's AJ Brown? And where like like that that, that that's my biggest question is where's the where is first AJ Brown and where is second the De- DeAndre Swift? They really I don't feel like they're running the ball great. I don't feel like they're getting wrote, AJ Brown uh, and I don't know where uh I, I don't know what's up with the chemistry like is there some frustration? Are they is Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown not on the same Right. Or is the offensive coordinator just having issues? But both. it's funny that we say this, but DeAndre Swift and A.J. Brown both were leading in their categories, but not. they don't have the yards. Like, DeAndre Swift only had 61 yards, but and A.J. Brown had 53 yards, which being the leading receiver at 53 yards is a problem. We say Julio Jones had a game. Had a game. He had play. He had plays because he had, he had um, 34 yards. And they were both, he had two receiving, two receptions, but they were both touchdowns. And they were over, and they were both like over double digit yards for for, for those touchdowns. So, right, but like, that's still a game Dang. for him in 2023. Uh, yeah. And that's that, still. That, 
I mean, yeah, it's it's just like where's this? But like, even if it, even if AJ AJ Brown just getting fifty three, this was the man who made five straight games with one hundred and twenty five yards, like doing this record breaking shit between weeks like two through seven or something, maybe one through six. I AJ? forget. It was the first half mm-hmm. of the season mm-hmm. before the bye. After weekend, like after that, they barely beat the Bills. They mm-hmm. have not been the same. AJ AJ Brown was on the same level of Tyreek saying he can be the MVP. Yes, and uh, and he uh, died off and like Jalen and uh, what was it um and Jalen Carter was like saying as being like the def- defensive rookie of the year and like they both like the, the the Eagles aren't the same anymore right I mean I feel like Will Anderson Jr. could has been better in the overall se- the whole season, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I don't know the, the stats, but I, I know I've been, when I've turned on the Houston games and stuff, like, I'm, uh, I, I keep hearing about, what, like, I've seen the stats on Will Anderson Jr., so. I think Houston, it's going to be like a Houston sweep for, um, yeah, like the Jets did? Yeah, for offensive and defensive and even, and probably coach of the year, but we'll see on that. That one, that, that one's gonna, very much should be, because. If, if they win Saturday, I, probably. I mean, if, we'll help if Jacksonville loses and they win the division. Yeah, if that happens, then stuff. even more. Uh-huh. But still, if they get to, a, if they get the playoff spot, I think that might, like, seal it. But, I mean, Jalen, ironically, how we were talking about statistics, Jalen Hurts didn't play well, but they, they lost and he didn't even get sacked. No sacks. Did he throw an interception? He threw one interception. Yeah, but he had three touchdowns, but he only had, like, what, 180-some-odd yards? 167. Oh, boy. And but, he, but, but he only missed five passes. And, again, do you know who this sounds like? Mm-hmm. I would be that almost sounds like a Russell Wilson game. Mm-hmm. So like, is that it's like in some ways is that not is that good or bad? And when when I think about it, I'm like it's okay, but the rest of the team just doesn't feel like it's really you know flowing. And then again, and then when I said you know you get rid of that one touchdown from the pick six and the extra point, you're down to 24. So that's the three touchdowns and a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler Murray's just going off. What's his, what is his stats? I know he has the yeah, the interception. Yeah, 200. 32 yards only missed six passes and you know three touchdowns one interception one sack so the Honestly, they had the same game, the same, pretty much the same game. When you really look, um, look at that stuff. What was, what was James Conner? What was the run game? That is, that is the key. Well, the key was that, except for that, that Kyler had like an extra sixty yards. Yeah, Kyler threw for two hundred and thirty-two yards, um, and James Conner ran for one hundred and twenty-eight yards. But they had a total of two hundred and twenty-one yards rushing by everyone. How many did? Uh, I'm guessing. Oh, what was his name? Starts with like a D or an E. Oh, he didn't play. Oh, he didn't play. Who's the backup running back? Michael Carter. Oh, okay. See, Michael Carter. That was a surprise. Yeah, I forgot. I, I didn't realize he ended up on the Cardinals, but right. And and I'm um, Kyler had some rush yards too. Yeah. So yeah, Michael Carter ran for 61 yards. Kyler for 24, and Rondale Moore ran for eight. So I think he had like might have had two jet sweeps or something or two real, rounds. Realistically, or... just thinking about it, it, was really James Conner and Michael Carter, which is a good tandem when you think about their performances on on team on you know over the past few years so like michael carter i mean with the news of dalvin cook getting released and stuff mm-hmm. they should have kept michael carter um the jet but it's another mm-hmm. mistake uh with the jets that we'll get into later but like it's the run game the run game is really important i, I know that as broncos have been trying to you know like it's not the best run game it's a decent 
decent run game. There's definitely a lot better. There's a lot worse. But, like, that really feels like the difference between the two teams right there. The, the run game versus the run defense. Or run up the run game, the run offense versus the run defense. And, and one sucks, and that was the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, honestly, great job, uh, Cardinals, coming back and went, not just, they, 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 they won on the road. Somehow, uh, they have stayed competitive. I'm really excited to see where they can go in the next year or so with, uh, you know, if they, uh, if they stay where they are and nobody, like, trades up for, um, Marvin Harrison Jr., I feel like this is the spot for Marvin Harrison Jr., like, honestly, right now. Like, I, I think this is his, this will probably be his future team if I had, you know, I feel like they're invested in Kyler, so... Well, if it goes, um, since they're like what I think fourth in draft position or something like that, because yeah. I think they're after the Patriots and Commanders and Bears. Um, so I feel that as we talked about, whatever if the Bears trade down, I feel the Bears are only going to trade down to with probably like the Patriots. Like I feel like the Patriots might be be the ones that move up or something, or whoever really wants this, or like the Falcons might even move up if they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> um, but whoever's going to move up there, and it's probably going to be quarterback. It'll probably be quarterback the first three ones without i'm sure Jaden daniels bo nix or michael Penix might move up like be worthy enough to be a thir- the third quarterback taken and that you're absolutely right that it will fall here unless the bears keep justin fields that that is literally the only caveat is like that that that, that was where i was gonna go with that so i'm like because the first three are just getting quarterback like washington's gonna draft somebody with that that um with, if everything stays the same you know I, they're they're even if it doesn't like like if Washington, you know, uh, you know, personally, I'm just thinking like Washington, you don't want to, you you really don't want to win. Even if Ron Rivera is safe, like you're just gonna like, or, or not like, you know, it's like, like you don't want to win. New England might win actually, because they could beat the Jets. Might be a pride thing. Dallas is definitely going to want to win. So they're going to do everything to uh, I, I, with, with Washington. So like, I feel like that's kind of there. And, and Chicago's already locked in at one. I feel that um, Bill Belichick will pull like a lovey Smith or something, and just I really wanted him to pull the screw you to the Patriots both these weeks. It's, it's, it's both these weeks winning them. He came so close, but I feel like he's going to pull that out this week with beating the Jets and worsening their position. And but look at how well a Lovey Smith on worked. It worked perfectly. They should be thanking Lovey Smith. They should because they took away because he took away the choice and right. Um, moving on. Um, but uh, I don't know if Washington. I feel Washington might. Do do like a I don't know the new owner might want to try and do like a more of a get his things in place if he wants to well I, I'll tell you I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this um I, I really hate bringing it back to the Broncos <laughs> but it's the same thing uh, everybody's like oh they're gonna fire Sean Payton he you know it's like no first of all they traded for him second of all more importantly the the Walton Penner ownership like I think Penner's in charge this is his first coach He's going to have a lot of leeway with it. You know, he's going to, you know, he wants to build a winning organization. It's going to take some work. He's not going to be a one and done because this hasn't been a terrible year. This isn't that Frank Reich year, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so I totally understand Washington wanting to go out there, look for a new head coach, somebody that might be a little big or even just promoting Eric Bieniemy if they, you know. But he, he might, they might want to go get somebody who's um, second chance. Could be Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I know Belichick was an option, but Belichick, I don't know if he wants 
wants to go to the East, the NFC East. Right. I, I see he'd probably go to the NFC South. And um and, and if if none of them like he, he might take a flash at like the offensive coordinators from um Detroit or Houston. So right, those two both seem like they're going to be good head coach uh, going to be head coaching candidates. Same thing with the Ravens defensive coordinator. And that he might be a choice too. I think they might go a little bit more offensive offense on that one with they, but, they might try to pick someone who that might try to save Sam to salvage Sam Howell because he did have some good flashes to him. We'll, we'll see, but we're, 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 we're not on the we're, commanders. We're not on the commanders. Um, like this was more about the Cardinals, and again, I I think there's a, a lot more about getting to um, Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Cardinals. I feel like that could be the right you know pick. I think that's going to be like the right thing. The only way that it, it, it you know is also they have a lot of talent on that offense, so you really need the right quarter, uh, coach to get all that talent to shine. So there's really like Marvin Harrison Jr. to Washington just wouldn't make sense. Um, but we'll see. What I, I think they're stuck, uh, not stuck, but I think they're 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 in with Kyler Murray, and you know even though that was the last GM and coach stuff, but you know, again not to bring up the Broncos, but who knows because of the Russell Wilson situation how that that really will play off play out. So Cardinals might just be like, well, if somebody wants to trade, and yes, could see them trading Kyler for for Russ if that's a mm-hmm. situation if they both have paid bill, big bills and they just want to both teams want a fresh start it's happened before so it wouldn't be the, yeah it wouldn't be the last time and uh, i mean kyler's an upgrade I, I i think so but that's another a whole nother conversation um not really much else to say with the cardinals awesome job you know like I, I, scra- i'm excited to see where they go next season they're one of the scrappiest team they were one of the scrappiest teams this year and yeah. i think they might have uh won more games if kyler was healthy honestly uh yes actually i think they were the scrappiest team they they were oh they were, very few games do i remember them getting blown out so jonathan gannon uh for, for, there, there, two two things one i know there were a lot of people who were like oh i don't know if he's gonna be a lot around for a year or how good of a head coach is he gonna be he has worked his butt off to keep the team competitive so you know kudos great job jonathan gannon and two uh since we're on it this was like his revenge game and mm-hmm. i'm glad he won his revenge game because all of philadelphia wanted him out as defensive coordinator and let me let me ask you eagles fans do you want him back do you want him back because the answer is yes even if you say no yell no you're lying to yourself because you I, uh, wish you had him right now to be fair i think they still wish they had andy reed but they were dumb enough to chase him out well yeah well but look at they also got rid of doug peterson too, so. philly is a toxic place yeah philly is a toxic place like i mean the the, the fandom wise and what they do with like their 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 players and stuff like i mean i i mean i know some other places aren't exactly better but it just feels like philly is toxic in some points like that we could, we could literally talk about the fans of every every mm-hmm. place and i mean a lot of it would be this could be the same but yeah there's definitely a lot of uh you, there's something about about philly that that much is true uh so let's move on to um the next game and uh not a whole lot to say here cj Beathard played great in mm-hmm. trevor lawrence's absence obviously we're talking about the jags and uh panthers and panthers the jaguars shut out the panthers 26 nothing uh zip zero not nada the panthers sure wish they could play joe barry's defense more <laughs> yeah for 31 week and then 33 and and, and nothing the neck uh, anyways um like i said cj better to uh evan ingram evan ingram great you know tight end security blanket like um you know he was he's just like he was filling in and they got the win which was very much needed um i don't know if he's gonna start i, I really think it depends on how hurt trevor 
Trevor Lawrence is, but CJ Beathard might give him the best chance right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it, it, you know, a hundred percent CJ Beathard might be better than a seventy percent um, Trevor Lawrence. And mm-hmm. um, like he just used their we- he used his weapons good. They were running the ball, I, I believe. They, they they got their running backs involved. Yeah, ETN had over a hundred. That's something sure. that they needed, and they need that going into this week too. Um, is, is Agnew a wide receiver or a running back? Agnew is a receiver. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's out for the rest of the season. Damn, that's a, yeah. I, I missed that. Like, obviously, there are a lot of injuries. This yeah. Week, so, um, I mean, one isn't there, but fractured um, his low, suffered a lower leg fracture. Ow. Uh, which hurts with like no, he kind of was filling Christian Kirk's void. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. What, we'll see how they do. Is Christian Kirk out for the rest of the season too? Yeah, uh, we'll check. I mean, hopefully he can, you know, make some kind of comeback if they make it to the postseason. Uh, yeah. But the defense also played well. I know Josh Allen got some sacks. I, I don't. Um, I don't know how many sacks. But Kirk looks like he might be back. Um, this for week. this week. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. It'll make up for losing Agnew. Right. Um, Josh Allen, I think he did something really. He did something well to this week. Um, three sacks for Josh Allen. See, I, t- I knew he got some sacks. I didn't realize he got three, but I, I, I thought he at least got two. And I'm not saying, and, and you know, that's great. And I'm not saying, like, C.J. Beathard is going to replace, you know, Trevor Lawrence. But as long as tr- he's not turning over the ball and not having to scramble and do everything hurt, it's, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big help. And I, I think, I think it could just help to get Trevor into the postseason. And, and the, if the Jags could get right at the right time, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really to say about the Panthers. We'll see how they do next during the offseason. Well, we, I was just going to say one big thing as far as um, the only big thing is, like, I know Panthers fans, you want David Tepper out. I, I heard what he did about, like, he threw a drink at a fan in Jackson because the game was in Jacksonville. I'm just like, that's so rude and, you know, you know, like, and, and petty to a fan. I mean, like, it's not really great to anybody, but, like, you're the owner of the other team. You're an owner of an NFL team. You are rich if you know and 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 everything that has happened has been your fault sir like if i had your money if a lot of people had your money you know you know but honestly you're just a big baby at this point because uh you're you're, 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 like you know like there's so much to throw a drink at, at somebody like wait come on they find him. They find they find him three hundred thousand dollars. Which they did the math. He, since he's worth twenty point six billion dollars, three hundred finding three hundred thousand dollars is the equivalent of finding someone who's worth a million dollars fourteen dollars and fifty cents. Wow. Yeah. So that that that, that that's laughable of a punishment. Pretty much. That's like I mean I mean that's an hour of work for you know your average person. Which I mean I would like three hundred thousand dollars for an hour. Work, I right? take that. But, but if it's like you know, but you know, you know, but I'd also like a million dollars, so I wouldn't mind giving up fourteen fifty for for a million dollars. I also wouldn't mind giving up three hundred thousand for you know twenty six billion. So yeah, it's a pretty, it, it's like you know, my my point being is like like people work for fourteen fifty in an hour, so like um like that's a lot, you know, like that's an hour of pay for some people. When you think about you know a millionaire, like that's that's you know probably a that's, that's not even a 
like they're not spending that on a meal like that's that, that's chump change though. that's like you know like so it's it's so rude you know like i, I know people who that 14 15 like that's a, that's an extra meal that's probably a couple meals to a lot of people so you know uh there's a lot you know people can do with that money so it's like and and probably the fan that paid you know the, the fan that was there probably didn't pay 14 50 for that seat either so mm-hmm. you know i, I I'm, I'm sure jacksonville is going to take care of him and the fans gonna you know probably have season tickets like next season too but just just so rude and so yeah so so rude and like i said i i, I if, if david temper was here and and and, and you know wanted me to say this to his face yeah i would I, i'd call him a baby this is what you're acting like you know especially since it's, actually it's probably worse than a baby because a baby is crying because they really don't know you know that that's their instinct because they're, they're a baby you chose all of this you know you made these decisions um so honestly i feel that I've, i have offended babies because <laughs> your actions are more deplorable and i don't know what to call you but maybe a insecure man child but um insecure might be like the best because i mean i even feel that the you know i don't know i, I don't know if that, that's offensive to a child too because <laughs> i mean at least well well raised children don't, aren't throwing a drink at you know somebody like that but maybe maybe that is the perfect word insecure man child i don't know but and... just this was just very bad. Um, so two things. One, um, if our podcast disappears, you know, after this segment, you know why, David, because David Hemper is an instrument. <laughs> You know, magically one of the few people that actually listens to our podcast. So if you know what happened, if you know if we're scrubbed off the internet, you know why. <laughs> to, to agree like on all the points, but I was going to say about what the Panthers should do next season besides fire da- magically fire David Zephyr. Uh, the, the only way that happens is, is it's not called fire. It is him selling the team. Yes. He should sell the team. They should force him to sell the, the team, team because he's just, he doesn't give a good look to to the ownership honestly mm-hmm. which they could ki- they could kick him out if they don't like his behavior um but the uh other thing i was saying about the panthers in general like for next season um that i was going to say like before you but uh, but wanted to let you go on this whole important point uh they just need to get more weapons for bryce young and well i mean that's a whole nother topic we didn't even get into <laughs> right i was going we were going to we were talking about things for the panthers and things about Panthers. so um but yeah, I think you just need to get someone who can get the best out of Bryce Young. Or, you know, they're going to just draft someone else and Bryce Young ends up in Josh Rosen purgatory. Oh, who are they going to draft? What draft capital? The Whoever ends up in the second round. I mean, maybe they can trade up for a first rounder with the, the second overall, the top pick of the second round. If they I mean, if they, I mean, maybe they trade like Brian Burns or like some of their defensive pieces but, that uh, they might need to pay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, they, um, I mean, Adam Nealon's not a bad wide receiver. They just need a better coach that can get stuff out of the players. Basically. Because I, I, I would bet you that some of these guys can actually catch and the Chiefs wouldn't mind having them. Uh, some if you throw some of these receivers on um both the Chiefs and the Broncos besides Jerry Judy because I know you I think we mentioned off stuff like LaVisca Chenault or stuff like that like these guys and Adam Thielen would have been like a better number two than would have been a 
a number two guy for both your teams. Well, both, the, both teams. Yeah. Well, without getting too much into it with the, into it, but um, I mean, the Panthers could do deal in a favor to leave, let like do what they just did with Dalvin Cook to leave, so he try and go after a ring. The same thing with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. All right, so I think we're good with the Panthers and the Jaguars. Yep. Uh, I know we could probably talk traffic and all that other stuff, uh, but I think we can wait till next week and then after the regular season too. Uh, move on to the Raiders and the Colts. Uh, I think I don't. There, there weren't a whole lot of highlights in this one. At least like, I know Jonathan Taylor had a came back. He made. I forget if he came back last week, but um, I, I just know he like he made a he had a good run for a touchdown in the, to start off the game. Uh, the Colts I think had a pretty dominant lead like for a while there like uh, i know the raiders were kind of trying to come back in the end there mm-hmm. uh the colts needed this so that they could stay in playoff contention so we'll see what happens uh it's a big game with them and houston um i think it's in indianapolis right um yes yes it's in indy okay um my my next thought was um so Devonte adams had a, a couple good touchdown passes i think he had two i know he had a really good one um in the corner kind of almost like the Cortland southern one uh what is the running back name Samir White. Samir White. He um, didn't have as good as a game as he has in the last couple of weeks. But mm-hmm. seventy one yards. I feel like he's a good sell. He'll be their running back, lead running back next year. Um, yeah, Devontae Adams had one hundred and twenty six yards, two touchdowns. Aiden O'Connell, 290 yards in yards and two touchdowns. I mean, they were both to Devontae Adams, so it's like I don't think he's the answer. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Raiders draft one of those top uh, quarterbacks. You know, in see. the first round. But we'll we'll see what happens. I, I think mean, it's gonna be, depend on the coach. I do feel like even though that they got um um even though they lost and they got eliminated and stuff, I do think and Antonio Pierce should be the head coach for mm-hmm. you know see you know see how that goes. I, I think he's he's earned it. They played really well and they've been playing for him. They've got a hell of a lot more wins than I expected, even with because I wasn't sure who the interim head coach was gonna be, but I wasn't expecting this lay out of an interim head coach with that roster with and. And how they were built under uh, Josh McDaniel, right? Do you? Th- I mean, I think. I mean, Eden O'Connell's done pretty decently for a rookie, like you know, for a lower round rookie. So, but it does depend on what the the high, what the higher ups want to do. Like, are they right? I mean, there's just so much quarterback talent, so that's going to be the interesting thing, right? Um, the Colts, on the other hand, um, you know, Gardner Minshew played fine. Jonathan Taylor, they they played fine. They, mm-hmm. you know, is it Andrew Pierce, Alec, Alec Pierce. Uh, he, I, I, I just know like he's been kind of popping up a little bit more each, you know, throughout the week. So you know, maybe Pearson Pittman Jr. could be, uh, you know, you know, could be good with, especially with um, Anthony Richardson. So and uh, their rookie, their rookie Josh Downs did well this week too. Oh, was Pierce not a Pierce was a rookie last year? Oh, okay. So he's really made a he's made a good step this <laughs> this year. Well, having big 50... step forward, honestly. Well, his f- 58 yards this game was pretty good since it was only one, his only reception. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, one reception, fifty-eight yards, average, fifty-eight touchdown, longest, fifty-eight targets. <laughs> well, this was a good. This was a good. That was a good mm-hmm. catch, but it was like it wasn't a. It, I'm not gonna say here like like he's had a pretty good season overall. This was not their greatest game. So no, the 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 Raiders defense like it's good. Yeah, it really is good. It really is, is an Alec and um and Pierce really does get the most out of them. Right. I nobody they um they didn't give up a sack. 
sack. Or oh, one sack, my bad. They didn't yeah. have an interception. But um Adam Butler had a sack on uh for the Raiders, and that was that was really the only big defensive thing that I saw that they did. So, mm-hmm. Uh now we play them, I guess, for third, second and third place. The Broncos versus Raiders. See, see mm-hmm. what happens. So it's really a, it's a it's a will it will affect draft positions and it will affect um scheduling. That's about it. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean pride. I, I wouldn't mind like is the second place schedule harder? Yeah, but do I want I want a winning mm-hmm. record though? So. And and honestly, I guess it depends on if they want pride too, because I think I they, think they, he's actually, fighting for his job, so the Right, that's a big well, but that's the thing, is like if he, if he doesn't, they get a better draft position and easier schedules. Do the Raiders want to win the like uh, you know, it's like I think the coaches I think the coaches always want to win. I don't think and the teams do, I don't think that's in their minds. The owners might want differently, but but I don't know what the owners tell the coaches though. <laughs> right. Well, but I guess that's a question also for Sean Payton. It's like, you know, I mean, obviously I think you know, especially when you think about like you know, that that's a big thing. Sean Payton's also looking at the future too. So like we'll see what happens with the uh um is that is is, is a win a win or is a loss a win? That's one of those things with these games going into it, you know, this season. So right, you could move I'm, closer I'm, to the top ten in draft pick. Like you might be eleven, but well, that, 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 that was that was my thing. It's like it's like how many of these teams if they lose they actually win and it's like it's a draft position for the future of the organization mm-hmm. like it's it's stuff like that 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 was exactly my point so we'll see what happens um and uh i think that that's pretty much it mm-hmm. i feel like i'm forgetting something that yeah max crosby felt he got like three tackles there that the big defense that the, it, it didn't get as many turnovers it didn't get as much uh sacks and and stuff so stoppage so but it was it it, it was a close game nonetheless so mm-hmm. all right so i think we'll we'll go on the next game mm-hmm. i guess we'll move on to uh well let's, let's just go jump to the 49ers and the commander just a real bounce back game for the, the 49ers uh they looked like they uh they were it had a little rocky start because i think it was like 10 10 or something I, I think it was tied uh for a little bit there if i'm yeah it, it was it looked like it was tied for a little bit and then it was just 49ers you know straight out after the second quarter you know yeah they, they picked up a touchdown every quarter afterwards and then it was just 27 to 10 and then 49ers defense came to play and look good. The only bad thing was Christian McCaffrey got hurt. Scouts a little uh, little injured, but luckily they won the first um, round by. Yeah, they, they won. The Eagles lost, so they get the they get the bye, and uh, 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 they're gonna pretty much trust everybody this coming week, and then and, and be ready in two weeks. So mm-hmm. I think that that's good for them. Um, they just needed a bounce back game. I don't really think there's much really. No, I think they as long as they lose any of their like important like you know, depth pieces in this next game against the Rams because, well, the Rams are resting people too. Like, they both can't move positions, so it's basically a preseason game. Right, and uh, they both announced, like, Sam Dar- it's going to be Sam Darnold versus uh, Carson Wentz. So. Yeah, and it's a f- and this doesn't even affect seeding, like, doesn't affect seeding, doesn't affect draft position. This game is, like, doesn't even matter. <laughs> Doesn't it's if, it, if it wasn't for the, the money that that the, you know for tickets and oh, yeah. Wanted, yeah like they'd probably they'd probably prefer to just be like we both aren't playing and we don't want to rest even the backups but right like if it wasn't because of like monetary issues like I feel there would be more forfeits in the last if there's nothing to play for like we we, we just loot we just choose not to play right the health I, 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 I'd rather not lose any death either like that game could be a forfeit I feel like the Chiefs would be like no we'll, we'll take the we'll take the forfeit and yeah you know, I mean, I mean mm-hmm. maybe they because they're not even playing Mahomes so there's no sense in the whole chemistry of you know <laughs> you know unless they start catching balls <laughs> 
Blaine Gabbard or whatever. I think he's Blaine. I think he's the backup there. Yeah, it is Blaine Gabbard. Does that do, do we get into the conversation of Patrick Mahomes as a system quarterback? System, <laughs> <laughs> me just, just right. The systems that's not working for him. Or is it just Matt Nagy is not a good offensive coordinator? I, I do not know. I do not know what the answers <laughs> questions or really would be what the answer the answers for sure. I, the questions would be like, what the fuck is going on with this receiving group? But uh, we're, we're talking about a team we haven't even talked about yet. So like, but um, you know that's kind of you know we'll talk more about the Chiefs mm-hmm. in a little bit here. But I was going to say Washington. Um, Suck that Jacoby Brissett couldn't start. He was injured. Uh, yeah, couldn't, couldn't make start because I know I think that game would have gone a little different. But we'll 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 see what happens this offseason with Washington. Right? Do they play? Will they play? Spoiler on the cap is really what they're playing for and draft position and easier schedule because I don't know between if they magically win the Giants lose who ends up the fourth seed in the. Um, I think it would depend on record. Uh, yeah, I think they. I think they can tie. Yeah, they would tie in record if the commanders win but i don't think the cowboys fans or the cowboys want that to happen and i don't imagine that happening mm-hmm. <sighs> that's about all this to say just hope the uh 49ers are don't lose anything and they're healthy for... I, mean, I don't see them playing uh george kittle like I, if, if if they have like defense might be a little different but i, I definitely but but i don't see maybe puka's probably gonna play because he might want to get that they might want to get him that rookie record for a few things and he's a rookie so a little extra isn't gonna to hurt yeah. um but cooper cup will definitely be resting um and i, I can see uh, uh kieran williams also not doing a lot maybe, maybe he'll just play a, like a quarter just to make sure he's still you want to keep him as fresh as possible for man. For, for the postseason though and kieran and puka are going to be high draft picks next year in fantasy football oh i am no way am i getting every right receiver i got i uh, just so everybody knows i have puka nakua uh cd lamb <laughs> and aj brown and I'm I love fantasy football. Uh, I'm happy I, I won the championship. Uh, humble brag there. Uh, I, but honestly, it's just it's just fun to have it have something else to like really pay attention to during the football season. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that the next like this week the next few weeks. Um, not having, but it's it's one thing that I love during um during the football season. Let's know if you'd like to hear more about us and fantasy football. Maybe we can do some fantasy football and then, um, yeah. podcast or something like that too yeah we'll prepare for next year yeah. yeah we can share our insane methods with everyone is there a method to our madness no there's a madness to our method what's the method though madness <laughs> <laughs> madness that is the ma- there is a mad our method is madness there that is what it is okay i i don't know what i'm doing now because i'm ask my quarterback <laughs> it's not a mad there's a madness to our method our method is madness I want that on a I want that as a bumper sticker or something. You make make it a shirt. Copyright it before we put this up. <laughs> Not with these legal systems, right. legal processes. Just make it a shirt. We'll sell it on something. Anyways, last note on fantasy. I had no idea what I was doing. The quarterback situation was crazy. I'm so happy I played Jordan Love because uh, I had choices between Kyler Murray, uh, Justin Fields, and um, Jordan Love. All three of them performed um, way better than I expected. I, I think Justin Fields got five more points than he was everybody was expecting around 20 points he made five more Kyler made seven more but i played jordan love who 
made 14 more points than I was happy. Oh, I was just happy I played Amon Ross St. Brown. I was thinking against it. He, was a, he did well again and, and it paid off. Now, I think we can get back to this. Man, we the we just don't want to say anything about the commanders when we've what, gone what, on. What, what, what or did the, you really say? What, what, uh, we're good with the commanders and good with the 49ers. I think we were actually on the 49ers because we were talking about the 49ers and Rams and talking about that. So I think we're good to move on. Good. I, I can't wait to see what changes they make in the offseason for the commander, to be honest. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hope they keep Eric the enemy because I think he would, I think he'll actually be a great head coach. So Right? I, I do too. So uh, with that being said, we'll move on to the Rams and the Giants, which now we can talk about the Rams. <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know what the Giants are. They very much should have won this game. Uh, they had, uh, they missed a field goal. They they went for two points. They could have, because I, they, they, I think they, they could have tied it up with the extra extra point, but they went for two instead. Saquon Barkley definitely missed a couple passes in key key spots. It, one being the two-point conversion, and then and then the other being on like the final drive, which could have got him an extra few yards to maybe make that field goal, because Mason Crosby barely missed that at the end. Um. So basically, how I feel is that Tyrod Taylor probably could have had two more wins on. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor could have had two more wins for the Giants this season. Yes. Definitely should have won the Bills game. Uh, th- th- this one could have gone either way, but... Mm-hmm. I, I, all I'm going to say about the Giants is um, they're going to be changing quarterbacks because that's they'll get some help with some weapons and work and figure the wide receivers out, but Daniel Jones really isn't the answer when you look at how he played and then how competitive they got with Tyrod Taylor and even to a degree Tommy DeVito too. So mm-hmm. I know you had to pay him, but I, I think that it would have been better to have paid Saquon, made him a deal, and, and just uh, franchise tagged uh, Daniel Jones because now the uh, I don't know how I don't know how the cap situation is going to work. I mean, it was a small deal. It was a short-term deal for for uh, compared to other quarterbacks. So I think they've got two years left on his deal. So it, that ain't going to be a big deal. Go go look for something new. That's all I can really say. All right, there's going to be plenty of uh, there's going to be a ton of quarterback changes. I think to the teams that aren't sure. Right, uh, Dable looked good. I think they, they just had quarterback issues and they needed. I think they can go for maybe another like just need a little more wide receiver help. I think they, or if these wide receivers grow better or evolve better, I think they're fine in a sense because I think Wandale Robinson and is doing well and uh, Darius Slayton did good. And Yeah, I think I think you could see that they had some, not a lot, but they had some growth as the season went on and mm. and uh, especially when you didn't see Daniel Jones in, 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 at quarterback. I think I, uh, they really... I liked Daniel Jones, but I, I don't know. I think he's a backup quarterback at us. I think he just needs the right system, but Tyrod Taylor was really getting the most out of these weapons with seeing their yards and stuff, so... I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is going to sound crazy, but it probably would work. Trade him to the Falcons. The Falcons could actually do that. He feels like he... Arthur Smith... <laughs> needs is... the running the quarterback that I... <laughs> yes. I okay. think he could get the best out of Daniel Jones. I think he'd get more out of the running back, and, and I think he, if he could just throw it long to, the, you know, Drake London, I, I think it could work out really good. I know I say everybody to Atlanta, but really, well, well, we there's said, only a few choices, but they'd all make sense in Atlanta. Well, we said what? Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson, and Daniel Jones, who all play similarly in the sense of running quarter, athletic running quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones is at least five or more years younger than those two. So yeah, uh, if, 
if I was going to take any of those three, I would take the potential, the the youth and potential of um, Daniel Jones. Yeah, and you're not going to trade a first rounder for any of these guys. So try it. It, it cannot hurt unless you can get Justin Fields. And, right, Justin Fields is definitely the high, is definitely the one you go for because he's like the best out of the those I mean, four. Cor- cor- if you're, I don't know. I, I keep saying I'm not a quarterback swing guy, but you know, it's like you know, you you do need some. It's like you know, we we talked about Russell Wilson before. We we're going to talk more about him, but like his stats didn't look good for the you know, uh, there there were some mirages in those uh, stats. So and and he didn't get the win. So I don't know if wins are important or if the team. You know, I think it's a team thing more than quarterback wins. But yeah, Daniel Jones definitely has more wins than Justin Fields. But you can see that Justin Fields. There's just a few other things Justin Fields look like he can do. Mm-hmm. But either choice would be good for them. Out of out of those, like I, I think I think my choices would probably be Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, and then Ryan Tannehill because of. I might go. I might only go uh, Ryan Tannehill. I think Russell has the better like potential right now to do better than Ryan. But Ryan knows Arthur Smith's knows Arthur Smith's system and would probably be cheaper cheaper than Russ. Well, it it, it depends on 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 a few things like cheaper if the Broncos can say you know hold on to him and and need to trade him. Uh you know depending on how that contract is like uh, depending on if he gets cut whatnot. Russ might actually be really cheap because he'd be getting the money from the Broncos. So that's something to keep in mind. We sure but you're like right. To, it's like we sure like to go on about the Falcons. Because <laughs> there's a good team in there. There's not. There's hey, something hey, missing. Hey, they still have their small shot at the playoffs. They do. I mean, it requires the worst team in the league to get another win, but... Right. Anyways, I think we uh, talked a lot about like it, with with some of the others with the Ra- with the Rams, but I mean they are looking they are looking hot at the right time. Oh, I I, I didn't actually I, I just wanted to say one last thing um uh, about the uh, uh Falcons Giants they're they're um the quarterback situation is just going to be interesting. That's really the last thing that I had uh, wanted to say about the whole Falcons and mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. QB carousel for next year. Um, uh, I'm excited to see where the Giants go from from here too because there there are really good pieces there and and, and, a, and a good coach so I, I I really want to see how they rebound from like a playoff year last year from a slump year can they get out of that slump though now how they do in drafting and free agency it does now as far as the Rams go I don't know what this team really is like I know everybody says like they're dangerous but they're dangerous like the Bills like like yeah they are probably the most impressive team we've seen lately that uh, against the Ravens they, they they won with a because they only lost on a a punt return mm-hmm. um, in, oh, I think in overtime for uh, the Ravens to win. So, like, they're the only team that, that, that went toe-to-toe with the Ravens, so if they can win out and we get a Ravens-Rams Super Bowl, that could be amazing. That would be looking... That would look more like... That would be more exciting than a rematch between the Ravens and the 49ers if, if they go any similarly to previous games. But... I, 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 I don't think we're going to have the same... I don't think those two teams are going to be the same after the play, uh, you know, in the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be a, a very different matchup. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, yeah, the the Rams feel like they're more of, more of an offensive juggernaut lately than they are a defensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Just with 
how many point like how how like many yards like Karen Williams and getting how many yards Matthew Stafford's throwing for like man Cooper Cup's barely even was barely even involved but Puka Nakua and Demarcus Robinson had like 118 and 92 yards so right so, like who are you supposed to cover like okay are we gonna double team Cooper Cup okay so Puka goes off Demarcus Robinson goes off and Tutu Atwell goes off and and so and Tyler Higby they all can get the ball they if they can if they can manage that they're that's why they're dangerous i'm just a little worried that you know they've only won these last couple of games um by like a point or a few points that they, you know that, that there were really um you know there, there were just really close games this one there was another one that was kind of close with the i know the saints kind of came back and they played the saints really well but uh it's just like um like they win is just you know 26 25 doesn't like you know it's, it's like the bills like i was saying it's like these games are close where if you really are this much better team like why aren't you just a little bit you know like it, it feels closer than it should be but right, I, they're i'm not... definitely worried about the rams mm-hmm. in the... Right, they're only winning by like a score in the last few games so mm-hmm. but you know what a win's a win and you know you know as long as it's not like the eagles from earlier on i i, I think they'll be dangerous in the playoffs well they're biggest win they had in the last few weeks was week 13 and they beat the, and they kind of beat the crap out of the browns so that's impressive true so we'll we'll see what happens the rams are going to be dangerous in the playoffs i know I've, i i know i kind of worry about how they are like bills but i'm a little more worried about the rams it could also end up randomly being a rams bill super bowl which would be absolutely nuts after the mm-hmm. seasons they both have had uh i'm more worried about uh, uh, let's say i'm worried about the rams in the um in the playoffs and more the bills are more it's more worrisome about the bills because they have yet to get into the playoffs sure well the Ra- Ra- rams lions is going to be a great game because they're, they're both that's the matchup right they're both locked in or no no i think the lions have a sh- the lions have a shot at the two seed with the cowboys oh okay so th- that's why okay so okay that is why like yeah matthew that's why jared goff and Dak, Dak are still starting. Right, because nobody wants to play the Rams, and I don't blame them. So, I mean, I, I'd also want to be as high a seed as I can possibly be. So, I mean, your choice. So, your choice for the if you're the two seed, you get your choice of either the Seahawks, is maybe an NFC South team, or the Green, or maybe the Packers. The only team I'd really worry about would be the Packers, but with that Joe Barry defense, right? That Joe Barry defense might be given a gift. Especially if you're, especially if you're like, especially if you're the Lions, and as long as it's not a waxing give a spoon on Thanksgiving, thank goodness it's not Thanksgiving. <laughs> but I'd still be worried. I'd, I'd almost like, I, I, I'm like, do I want the Packers or do I want the Rams? So it'll be interesting to see. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I gotta go double check the, the times to see because I hope the, I hope the uh, Lions and the Cowboys are playing around the same time. So uh, let's see. While you go check that, uh. Uh, I'll just I'll just say like Aaron Donald still gets mm. enough pressure that helps the rest of the defense and that's what's kind of helping them stay, you know really um, get to the quarterback because I mean you know if you don't stop Aaron Donald he's just gonna get to them. They have a lot of uh, good defensive pieces and uh, no they do not play at the same time. I'm guessing Detroit in the morning and Dallas in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be the weird uh, weird week. Just um, there's there's only six more there's only six morning games. There are more afternoon games than there are morning games on Sunday. That is weird. Yeah, there are like seven afternoon games, like the 125 win. 
window. I'm surprised that they're not having them play at the same time. Huh? Unless this is listed wrong on ESPN's website, but I don't think so. Right. Sounds like it probably. I mean, I'm, I'm checking on, on here, too. Yeah. Episode, Dallas at, you know, Cowboys at Commanders. I'm surprised that's not a morning game. But Vikings at, at, at Lions. So, we'll, 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 we'll see. We shall see. Um, We're going to The Rams and the 49ers. Isn't, I don't even know if that's going to be broadcasted. Because <laughs> then we said it's a three, basically a preseason game. Right. See how much coverage it gets on the red zone. Probably except for Puka, but that's about it. I think. Whoever score, I mean, the, yeah, they'll cover the touchdowns, but it's going to be like, might be like Skronik getting them. Mm-hmm. Puka might get one too. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Next game. Um, uh, Steelers at Seahawks. That, that was a, I, I, it was back and forth early, but then every time the Seahawks felt like they were doing something good, the Steelers just came back and did stuff better. Makes me wonder if Drew Locke should <laughs> take over sometime. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I know that they, I mean, they won with Drew Locke at home, but they didn't manage to win here. I don't know if I'm re- I don't know if they're ready or if anyone's ready to want to start a quarterback conversation, but I'm sure some fans are. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, Drew's also like I think a little bit younger, so I don't know if he's just maybe he. I I know like Gino did good in the preseason when like last year, so. but I I I mean, we'll I guess we'll see it happen. If they're struggling, they might try the switcheroo to bark from offense just to change it up to see how you know because Gino might not be completely 100% to go. Right. This is definitely like this definitely look like i'm seeing the scoring summary the battle of the field goals after a while in in this game with pittsburgh and seattle it was like the fourth quarter jason jason myers chris boswell chris boswell jason myers yeah I mean, but they they, they, they had some good throws. Uh, there, there were some good plays, a lot of good oh, runs. Yeah. And um, but you know that's why Mason Rudolph's going to start this weekend because I think if he gets it, I think he's going to be the starting quarterback at least through the field as long as they keep winning. If, if he's getting the offense right and like they, they had two hundred they had two hundred yards of rushing between the two running backs and that's like Steelers football. They stay true to their identity of rushing the foot of running the football and good, strong defense. Well, when they finally realize that they've got like two good running backs and that they, they, they can do that then that's exactly what they should do. Now the big thing is they're playing uh, Saturday afternoon. Yes, they play the, the Ravens who are playing their backup. Yeah, they're playing Tyler Huntley. Um, the big question is what if you know, they, they probably aren't going to have all their starters play on defense, but what if that their their starters versus some of those backups aren't working? Do you then put in Kenny Pickett if you know Mason Rudolph's somehow struggling? I, I think I uh, think so. I mean we'll do happens. you play, but the question is do you play Kenny if he's if he's healthy? I think you stay with Mason Rudolph because he's in the hot hand right now. Right. He's gotten two, what, two wins? Three wins? No, yeah, they, two wins. Two wins. Basically, since he's been in, they've won. Yeah. Started. Yeah. I know he I know he came in at the end of one game, but then because Mitch Trubisky wasn't getting it done, so. They would have been, they would have already, they, they probably would have been a higher, they, they would have more wins if Mason was playing those games. Mitchell did. Uh, I think they'd have some more wins um, instead of not just Mitchell, but, um, but like Kenny, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We shall see. It's going to be a fun game. This this was a this uh, you know yeah, there's a lot going on in the afternoon, but there was it. There was some it was some good stuff uh, to watch both of them uh, play. Yeah, I wanted to say that. Um, well, the Steelers. The Steelers are going to be one of the teams that we'll see if affects Buffalo's playoff shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but um, who gets who gets who who gets in? Uh, so if they win, Houston wins in the Jaguars, or, or like who gets in? The, 
does Pittsburgh get in or does one of the AFC South teams get in? For if uh Jacksonville wins like that wild card that, that seven. Okay, so if Jacksonville if Jacksonville wins, the Steelers win and Miami wins, that 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 kicks Buffalo that kicks um Buffalo out. So that means I think if the who I think that means the last AFC South team that wins gets in. Okay. At the six seed. Because right. Miami can't because Miami can't play any won't play um play either of the like AFC second AFC South team. if they there's like no yeah there's no position that like Miami that puts like Miami able to play against um the Colts or the Colts or the Texans oh they you'd play like Pittsburgh or something if they... yeah yeah I think they move up to if we win they move up to the six seed okay yeah w- because Buffalo was a choice as an opponent for Miami okay okay so used to I mean I I like I, we'll, we'll, we'll talk at the end about like what I think playoff predictions are going to be so but, but with playoffs talks that, that makes me want to jump over to the Seahawks and say they have to the Seahawks ha, so the Seahawks are fighting for their playoff team chances against the probably the worst team you'd want to play the scrappiest team in the, the league of the Cardinals which is funny because the pack see the Packers are an afternoon game mm-hmm. on Sunday along with the Car- Seahawks at the Cardinals so that's going to be a fun thing to keep an eye on mm-hmm. like the Cardinals like they're not easy and the Seahawks are are so I mean they're consistent they're inconsistent so, w- which shows because they're eight and eight so which way is the co- the coin going to land for them do they win and get into the playoffs or do they lose and yeah get knocked out because they couldn't beat their the, the couldn't beat one of the worst teams in the league even though they're one of the scrappiest teams but it also doesn't matter because if the Packers win they're in if I'm not mistaken right because they're the current um they're they're both tied at eight and eight right now and I think the Packers are the current seventh seed, so I think it's if they win, you know, they're in. That is correct. I am surprised that the, like I said, I'm surprised the Vikings and Lions are at 10 a.m. and not the, um, oh. not the afternoon. Mm-hmm. To, just, just, you know, just for that competitive thing. I mean, oh, it's more, I know why. Because the Eagles are also playing in the afternoon against the Giants. Mm-hmm. So it's more about who wins that and uh, the division more than who gets the second versus third seed. Okay, I got you now, NFL. All right, we ready to move on? Yep. Um, Chiefs and Bengals. Again, I know we talked about it earlier. Like, I don't know what the question is going to be if if Lane Gabbert get, has the uh, wide receivers catching the ball. Um, they, they just like the Dolphins last week. The the, the Chiefs won with like what, five field goals. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Harrison Butker had like five field goals. Right. I think something like that. Uh, six field goals. That makes sense. Yeah, they they got they got one. Yeah, they got one touchdown. I mean, don't get me wrong. The I mean, um, uh, the 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 Bengals the Bengals really could have won that game. They they had the lead for a while there in that first half, but they just kind of like disappeared after after a while. Well, the Chiefs' defense is what's keeping them in the games here. I mean, they sacked Browning six times, so right they didn't score after six minutes. Um, uh, left six twenty three left in the the second quarter. So it, it like the you know, Bengals if they could have just done some more, they they good that game so i'm like i'm we'll, we'll see we'll see they got into they got into the playoffs we'll see how their first round matchup goes i i you know let's just say if they play um if they play houston or even indy like do not put it past that 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 i i i definitely see indy play a lot like them mm-hmm. gonna depend on the run game and stuff I, I don't know if i trust uh the wide receivers with the chiefs um if houston makes it that defense uh, could definitely get to Mahomes. i definitely i know like here's the thing cj stroud even though it'd be his first 
time in the NFL playoffs. He played a really tough game against Georgia last season. So I think he'd be ready for the pressure. Mm-hmm. And D'Amico Ryans, he, you know, not a head coach, but he's been to the playoffs as a coordinator. And I, I, I think he was even before he was coordinator. Was, wasn't he like, did he, did he coach in the Super Bowl? Maybe I forget. Who? D'Amico Ryans. I forget. <laughs> so it's like, it's not going to be an easy, um, you know, um, an easy, an easy, th- I think there's some, I'm, I'm not going to put, put it past like the little experience of the uh, Texans not having a lot of playoff experience to be able to go win a game in Kansas City, honestly. And if things do go wrong, and if things do go wrong, we'll get Tyreek Hill's return to Arrowhead. And I think, uh, I think if we can, if we played them exactly how we do, if we can hold them like we did in um, Germany, like, and not have like crazy mishaps, I think we could beat them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure who else, are, uh, who else are on the docket for the six, for the possible six seed between well, the um, Colts, Texans, and Dolphins. <laughs> well, 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 I think that's about it, honestly. Unless um, there's a tie on Saturday night. Uh, can the Jaguars end up with it? Or, or is it still the magically the... Or can the Bills end up with it if the Jaguars lose I, Miami? I, I don't know. There's too, there, there's too much to really mm-hmm. figure out. And uh, D'Amico Ryan did go to the Super Bowl with the 49ers. So. Well, I still, think the, I still think the Bills have a slightly better advantage if the Bills end up in the sixth seed spot against them. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm glad D'Amico at least has that, that experience of coaching in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Even if he wasn't a head coach, um, it's going to help. But that being said, um, the Bengals, nice try. Um... I, I do think that if Jake Browning played the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and let Joe Burrow rest up more, he may not have gotten injured for the whole season. Um, and I think that they could have won. I, I think Cincinnati would have been in a playoff spot in the long term. But that's a big what if. We don't know. They got to wait till next season. I hope they're back. I love watching the, the Bengals. Uh, that being said, um, the Chiefs, I mean, of course, they got Andy Reid. They got Patrick Mahomes. But like I, I, I think I said to you, um, and I forget if I said to our friend Anthony, but he's a Chief fan. Honestly, right Right now, that offense goes through Isaiah Pacheco. He is their number one offensive player right now. Patrick Mahomes is number two just because his receivers are bringing him down. And My, Travis yeah. Kelsey is too. And Rasheed Rice is the only one helping. Yeah, him. he's number three because Travis Kelsey just isn't getting it done. So like, mm-hmm. like he used to. He, he is showing his age. So with with that being said, um, you know, I mean, there were so many drop balls. There were, there were more drop balls even without, there were drop balls even without Kadarius Tony. I mean, MVS didn't have Miss a few. Uh, one, one I blame. One I blame on him. One I think Patrick Mahomes kind of overthrew it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if anybody else would say that, but that was the way it looked to me. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, I, I my my bit my my biggest sorrow is that the Broncos wouldn't win more games because honestly, the Chiefs would be fighting for a wild card spot right now. Mm-hmm. If the because the Broncos, if, if we just had some better quarterback play, got a, you know a little bit a little bit better coaching in the beginning. Um, not just Sean Payton on on. In the Raiders game, maybe maybe the the the, the onside could have gone a little different, not have done it. The Raiders, Commanders, and the Jets lost. The Texans and the Patriots lost. If we could have turned any of those into wins, those were the big ones that hurt. Mm-hmm. The division, like if we just w- win three more of those, we we'd be at eleven and five, and the the Chiefs would be fighting for a playoff spot this week. And um, or or they 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 would have it, and Buffalo would be out of it. I don't know. Or no, mm-hmm. Buffalo would have an advantage over that. They'd still be fighting. 
for it. So I wish the Broncos could have done a little bit more because I, I just don't feel like the Chiefs were the worst. The Chiefs have been in a good team, but they just they feel like a wild card team. They don't feel like one of those teams that 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 oh no, like they don't feel like the Ravens and I guess, I guess they feel like the rest of the team. Maybe that's what, what that, that's the problem is that they don't feel like one of those top contenders like we're used to. We'll see what happens in the playoffs because they made it to the playoffs. So um, not, I'm not I can't root for them because they're my rivals, but I'm hoping for everybody else. <laughs> Anything mm-hmm. else to add to this game? No. All right. And then we shall move on to finally the Broncos. <laughs> um. There, there wasn't there, there wasn't really a whole lot to say about the game other than um we I mean there was a lot of injuries in this game I know sometimes they're like oh but they did better against them when they played the Chargers in LA and you know in their home like yeah but we were also missing a lot less you know I think Mims was out um and Cortland Sutton's out also it wasn't also didn't you play Brandon Staley when yeah also Brandon Staley was the head coach there yeah Giff Smith is a is a better head coach than Brandon Staley at the like this point like losing. at least in a competitive <laughs> sense yeah like uh but uh um but you know will i say that jared Siddham and russell wilson played the same pretty much it wasn't it it, it, it wasn't that it was pretty equal but do you want to know what impressed me and the the, the big thing that everybody doesn't talk about mm-hmm. he didn't turn the ball over jared Siddham. we didn't have any turnovers like that's what hurt us in the houston game and the patriots game and and a few other games too you know it's kind and of the all detroit game for the, the detroit game too yeah. It's kind of all about like context and all, but Jared's did Jared Stidham have a game like Russell Wilson? Yes, but look at who look at who but he didn't have like he doesn't have Cortland. He was actually able to get like three 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 receptions out of Jerry Judy. That's a lot for Jerry Judy, I think. I don't remember Jerry Judy having much this season. And he was able to do it with little jo- little Jordan Humphrey who was looking who was looking pretty good. Little Jordan Humphrey was always looking good. I don't know why he couldn't get the play. Like there were times where he looked good early on in the season. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know why Russ wasn't getting him the ball. Right, I remember him in the preseason. I thought he was going to be something. Maybe next year he'll be more with I, whoever I, your new quarterback is. I definitely hope he stays in Denver. I know he was kind of a... Uh, uh, he was with Sean Payton on the Saints, little Jordan Humphrey, so I think he'll oh, stay. He might... I don't know, but he was with Sean Payton before. Um, I just want to see a little... Um, I, 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 I was just happy to see, see him because I thought he was... A, late free agent or um um I, I thought he was on the practice squad oh no, no no he was with new england last year but the three years before that he was with new orleans okay i just don't i don't really remember him with saints but i do remember him with patriots and so it, it makes sense um oh he's not okay so that's why i remember him more on he was released and then he was signed to the practice squad he signed early on with uh denver back in march of last year and he, he just he was kind of like um you know he, he kind of filled the spot I think I feel like he could earn himself kind of like uh maybe like the fourth wide receiver third or fourth wide receiver spot next year. Yeah, we'll see what you do at wide. One. We'll see what you do with wide receivers. I know you'll like Cortland and Mims. I know, but I don't know if you're gonna keep Jerry Judy. Right. I, I think he deserves a spot. Uh, little Jordan Humphreys. Um, or Humphrey. Yeah, Humphrey. Okay. Uh, I think I think little Jordan Humphrey. Um, I'm so butchering his name so much. Little Jordan Humphrey uh, deserves a a, a roster spot and I, I wouldn't be I, like I'm I, I hope he gets it like he, he played I think he's played well in the games you know it when 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 he gets moments like he, you know I, I just I like I like how I see him play like I like how he plays when I see him I like how he plays yeah well hopefully he'll have a more 
we'll see hopefully he'll have a good game against the raiders this week. yeah uh but yeah that, that's pretty much it the game was just you know i'm glad denver got a win i'm hoping we win this week so we can get a winning record because uh, even though we're not making the playoffs we uh, we we definitely had a better team than what our record says and if we could get a winning record that i'm i'm happy with that honestly like that's a good first step mm-hmm. uh I, I don't they can figure out the rust situation in the coming months but i'm i'm you know i i, I see us getting a rookie quarterback and which is going to be an interesting experience because um the broncos haven't really had one and sean payton never really had one so right in, unless there unless there's and i'm not necessarily saying i want like justin fields or some kind of like you know because drew Brees was really good but he got injured and the and they the chargers drafted uh philip river so um could there be like a reclamation project like you know maybe but i don't know if i'd really want to put i don't know if i'd really want to see carson wentz <laughs> or i don't know who i'd want honestly it's gonna be an interesting offseason i don't think i don't know if you'd want to see daniel jones <laughs> no 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 I, I think i'd rather see a rookie yeah, yeah. i, I I'd don't like to see sean payton with a rookie i think he i want to see how that goes because he'd be able to pick who he wants and i don't think we've ever seen that happen as far as quarterbacks go unless it's Taysom hill i think that's you the only one he really pick i still think i still think he'd be down wishes he had Taysom hill under i do <laughs> um i think you might trade for him too never know never know um yeah i can't no. think of any other quarterbacks that sean payton like drafted like or at least drafted i should say and actually really got a lot of play out of. i think chase daniels might have been one of those guys but yeah but never yeah. never really start you know it was, it was drew Brees. Yeah, chase daniels was one of those like backups who played who didn't i don't think, I think played he a went lot everywhere um but i feel like like there's plenty of often options like i think you'll probably draft a rookie but you also might get justin fields who knows? <laughs> well, technically, we didn't even. Technically, Sean Payton didn't even draft him. He went undrafted and then didn't uh, got look like he was. Uh, he, he didn't make. He, he got cut by the Washington by Washington back in 09 and then um, they signed uh, signed him to the practice in in 09. The only one quarterback I remember, uh, I think Sean Payton drafted, but it wasn't when he was a head coach. Was uh, that he got Tony Romo to get to go to the Cowboys instead of going to going to the Broncos. When and Sean Payton was at the Cowboys. And oh, yeah. He was the one who got Tony Romo there. <laughs> I, for, I forgot that, that, that. Like, I forgot who the guy was that got him there. Like, because I know, I remember Mike Shanahan was, um... I forgot who your quarterback was at the time, but, like... I think it was, like, Jake Lummer, but I know they were trying to, you know, he wanted to somebody to the backup and mm-hmm. trying to get him, so it's like, he lost out to, mm-hmm. to the Cowboys. I think they were paying him more or something. So. Yeah, they I paid him more or something and had the better opportunity there. I think mm-hmm. we could have won a Super Bowl with Tony Romo with some of the teams that we had had probably but probably wouldn't have had paid in so it all worked out right but but so yeah he did get, he, so Tony so he did have Tony Romo under he does have in a sense Tony Romo <laughs> yes uh for a couple of seasons or one or something like that I forgot I don't remember how long John Payton was on the but we, we have we have definitely gone off track with you know there's not much to talk about the the the, 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 the Chargers and the Broncos I'm just happy that the Broncos won uh we'll see how Jordan Stidham does Jared. Jared, yes. I, I knew I said it wrong right as soon as I came out of We my were mouth. saying little Jordan a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see little Jordan Humphrey, you know, get another touchdown this week. But uh, he had some good catches. He had a good catch. Uh, besides the touchdown, he had some good. No, no, that was just. He had a really good touchdown. You know, he had two rece- He had two receptions uh, for 69 yards. And like, he, they he, were super. I, I, he worked. His, I believe he worked his ass off to get that touchdown. That's what I'm remembering. Yeah. Let's see the. Yeah. As long as one was 54 yards that's the one that i remember yeah so you know he just ran 
kind of Zaza, so like that's the kind of stuff I like to see. I don't remember seeing that out of a lot of other wide receivers other than Cortland this year, so right. Um, I think Mims has the potential to be like that, yeah, just yeah. to get Mims in open space, open space, and um, uh, and, and make sure he doesn't turn over the ball. I think, I think, I mean, he got the the. He was the the kick punt returner this year, so like I think that's where he he, he got a lot of his experience. So I, it's gonna be interesting to see if he takes the next uh, step up. Yeah, he jumps up and makes the next step to being uh, number two guy. Because mm-hmm. I, I think it's within him to, to be that guy. All right. Uh, last thing I just wanted to add was uh, uh, so, you know thinking about um, uh, the whole stuff with Russ and Sean Payton and, and everything is like I, I think yeah there, there's a lot to it, but um, you know the money is one thing. I think that Sean Payton might have wanted to see how Jared Stidham did just so we know what, you know, like, does he need to improve? Because his offense does need to improve a little bit if, 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 if that's the case. But realistically, one thought that I saw um, nobody talk about and I saw one, uh, I saw somebody on Twitter mention uh, was that, uh, you know, why does there need to be a villain in this case? Like, why are people, like, trying to go after Russ or go after Sean Payton? And I'm like, you're right. Like, like, there, there doesn't really have to be like I'm rooting for the organization, and I don't think I, I don't feel like you know I don't feel like Russ was playing up to his value, you know what, what we paid him, and so I I do agree with Sean Payton, but it doesn't mean that we should be like oh Russ so bad, like why is he doing you know like you know why didn't he want to do so you know help the team and stuff like that like I'm so it's like I I think there's a good point of you know of of that like like maybe this is just not a good fit, and we you know. And that that happens because there are there are times like that and we could even say sometimes it's just bad coaching because we can see in some of the numbers like with um justin herbert under um Kellen moore and same thing with, with dak prescott it just it just hasn't worked mm-hmm. as good as other times so i mean look at Tua's um offensive coordinators before mike mcdaniel yeah sometimes uh you know sometimes people don't fit like mm-hmm. honestly we you, you could say what you want about like first of all baker was hurt in cleveland at the end of his time there he should you know he should have came out of the game pulled himself you know and said no i'm i'm done like you know i need i need you know i need a rest i i need you know I, you know I, I know a lot of players think the best ability is availability but that's only if you're you got to be healthy you got to be able to do some of that i mean you know you're, available. You're, you're basic you have to do your be able to do some of those basic things and not be in pain because pain can make it not be able to it, it can affect your mind because of how much you're hurting and your body's not fully you know uh, doesn't have that full strength well yeah uh, like, but that that ties into availability. Is is that is, availability means like you at your best self that you're not putting yourself at risk to be hurt later. I, I think we need to add something to it. Like, it's not availability. Availability shouldn't be the be- availability shouldn't be the best ability. Your best ability. There's there's more to being you know. It's a your pu- best it, ability. I mean, no, the the uh, availability is the best ability is a pun off that availability has ability in it. Right, and I think it's a I, I think it's a bad mindset. I think it needs to be your best ability. Well, the thing is, is to is, be at your best ability. Well, the thing is, is that it, what it comes down to is that it's up. Sometimes it's up to the coaches to protect the players from themselves because mm-hmm. most of the time they have pride and they're they're going to play even if they're hurting because they want to and well, they want to succeed. They think they can do it. And I think that's where I dislike uh, Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. You know, I still hold that against him. I, mm-hmm. I think. 
think I don't think he was a good head coach up until maybe this season. I think he knew how to get um, plays out and and work with players, but I don't think he knew how to coach to his best ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know I think Baker was kind of a casualty of that. I, I, honestly, I want to take I, I don't think anybody's time in Carolina should be held against him. I, I think that Baker. I mean, yeah, sure, Adam Steelen has had had a pretty you know pretty decent there, but well, let's go with anyone's time under like you know with no no, Matt. no no anyone anyone in the last few years I should say I guess David Teff- Teffers Panthers pro, pro, most likely but okay. um and, and, that, and I, that, that that's really what I meant when I said like time with the Panthers it's just like within these few years like especially Baker I mean even look at look at Christian McCaffrey when you know he was good there but like he's great now outside of the and and DJ Moore has really become a number one receiver being you know outside of Carolina and I just want to say that you know Baker uh got uh he he had better games last season in LA and he's doing he's he you know tied all together he's had some of the same touchdowns as uh an interception number to you know Russell Wilson but Ru- but but he's had more yards he's you can see he played there's some things he does a little bit better than Russ in my opinion after wa- you know watching some of Baker's games mm. so uh my I guess my point being is is like I said from the beginning you know um you know you look you look at those Carolina you look at that Car- that, that Carolina time in Carolina and you can see that's like that was the mistake that was the outlier he's been pretty good well the problem well he's good under good coaching and there wasn't good coaching when Baker was playing and you can see you can see that because look at ba- Baker and Sam Darnold who are both on playoff teams now, now I know Sam Darnold's a backup but we'll see how he does in the system this week uh, yeah no. and and just just Baker I feel will thrive is thriving right now and right but point wasn't really about Baker it was just was to to show an example of like Russ could go to somewhere else and actually get another chance and if, if there's a coach out there that wants to coach him and and sees that there's something there like I think that's the big thing like, I feel like there are a lot of good uh not every coach player combination is going to work and I think that's the the, the big thing people mm. uh, I, I think a lot of there, there is not a lot of people like Peyton Manning when you realize that Peyton Manning I believe is the only quarterback I think he is the only quarterback because I can't think of anybody else mm-hmm. that made it to four different Super Bowls with four different head coaches. And I mean, they were four very good. I think they were four very good head coaches. But. I mean, I think that there was. But Peyton was. I think that just shows how good Peyton was. Right. I think Tony Dungy was the, the most excellent coach he had. Mm-hmm. I think Jim Caldwell is a great coach. Uh, John Fox was a, a good coach. And Gary Kubiak, I think, was an excellent coach. He just never had. I think he had he was great to excellent. I don't know if we had enough of him as a head coach in the NFL to really determine. Um, I don't think we had enough Jim Caldwell for the for similar. Honestly, yes, both of them. I can say that they didn't have enough time to see if they were truly excellent. And I wish Jim Caldwell would get another chance as a head coach sometime soon. But we'll see. John. He would actually probably be one of the best fit uh, for the Carolina Panthers, right? Um, but I know the like the whole point of like there is like part of it was like why did there need to be a villain or something and there is no villain when it comes down to this there is no villain unless it comes down to the brian flores to a situation where yes brian flores was legitimately the villain and trying 
because he was ba- basically re- destroyed to his confidence. And if you destroy basically a player's confidence, not just to his, but he destroyed Austin Jackson's as well. well. They both basically came out and s- said that. I, on, I, I don't know why Brian Flores, like, I know we're probably some of the only people who still talk about Brian Flores because, you know. I don't he, know why he's still in, uh, still I, in the league, honestly. Well, he, I don't know if he should get another head coaching chance because he, you know, like, you, you want to talk about, like, Sean Payton yelling at, you know, that was on national TV. But you know what I know what? I If there's some open and honest dialogue between between them, that's something. But, like, if you're doing this shit behind closed doors like Brian Flores did and destroying players' confidence between Austin Jackson and Tua, like, what uh, kind of shit is that? Why why, why are more people not, why, why do more people just want to ignore that? Because Russ won a Super mm-hmm. Bowl? Because, is, is that it? Because he was paid 200 some odd million? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Brian Flores, you know, didn't, you know, didn't win a Super Bowl? Like, like, like Tua's new, so, you know, you know. I, it might not, it might even be more than Tua because Tua's doing better, Austin Jackson's doing better. I don't know if Jacoby Brissett got, ber- had shit happen behind him because Jacoby Brissett's doing better too. I, he, 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 I, I can see him being a starter if somebody else, if a rookie uh, in Washington wanted to sit hot, you know, they, they have him sit behind under Eric the enemy as a head coach. I can see that. Right? Like, they're just, it's just like, I know, it's like, I know he sued like, or was that the lawsuit against um Steve Ross? And you, you know what? He's the very, he's the very like polarizing figure that he himself was a victim, but he victimized others too. So he is both, it's like he is both like a hero in one part of the story, but a villain in the other part of the story. Well, and 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 the, 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 the big thing to remember is there are three sides to every, mm-hmm. you know, every every story. There's, there's what Party A said, what Party B said, and the truth. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think we'll ever find out what the truth is. I don't know about between Steve Ross and him, but I, but you can tell from Tua and Austin Jackson that, that he destroyed them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and honestly, it seems like he's a, be- since he left the Dolphins, like with Pittsburgh and the Vikings, that he's been a better head coach. He's been a better like coach from like what the defensive players say, but he might only get along with defensive players. And it might be a mistake if he becomes a head coach. It, it might be. I, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think for the same, almost the same reason. Josh McDaniels, he destroys people too. He, he, he alienates and, and uh, I mean, he, he's gotten rid of people. He basically in his four years, not four full years as a head coach, Josh McDaniels ha- got rid of Jay Cutler, Brandon Marshall, Matt Prater, Derek Carr, uh, Darren Waller, and Darren Waller. And Darren Waller was because I think he, something about his wedding to um, uh, Kelsey Plum mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and that he, like, he said, you know, like, he wasn't, I don't know if he wasn't invited or, or something, or, and I'm just like, re- I'm just like, really? Really? Like, like it, it, a lot of this has been over petty crap. So, you know, like, we've talked about the, the, the Bill Belichick, you know, tree of Bit- coaches and stuff. Like, it's it's bad fruit. It's, it's bad, bad fruit. fruit. He's a good tree, but the, the, he does not grow good fruit. So, uh, like, even Bill O'Brien seems like he was berating um, Mac Jones on TV. I rem- I've seen the video of that. I'm like, and I'm like, I can see Mac have a resurgence with another team. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that, but it's just, it's there's a lot of, you know, I, I think there there was there was a lot of uh, polarizing, emo- you know, uh, it was polarizing when that news broke. Mm-hmm. But we have seen instances, like you said, Bill O'Brien. You know the difference between they're, 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 I'm not gonna, I don't really want to get into some of the reasons with, with with stuff, but a lot of people don't talk about that one. Um, but but you know, it's like you know, Mac Jones is is 
you know, you get, you know, like there, there's a lot of reasons why, like some, some look not as bad, but like, you know, I, but, but there's just a lot with these, 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 these coaches, these players, like sometimes, but that's like any work situation. Sometimes the energies don't clash. Like they, they clash. They don't mix, mix well. So that being said, and there was a lot said, you know, it's, you know, I'm hoping for the best for the Broncos. I hope, you know, I don't think Sean Payton deserves a lot of hate. I don't think Russ deserves a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. I, I hope Russ can get some a fresh start. And, and I hate to say it, but, you know, like there's some coaching stuff. You can see in the coaching. That's why right now the Broncos are 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it's, and 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 we ha- really haven't been this good since Gary Kubiak. Right. And it, it just it, a lot of it comes down to coaching. I wish he didn't have health problems, like because yeah. for both himself and for you, for, for the Broncos, you know, like because imagine if you still you you wouldn't have gone through this like carousel, and I'm sure like Trevor Simeon might have been able to do okay under Gary Kubiak, or at least somebody would have been able to you know <laughs> work some more stuff, and who knows what would have happened, you know, mm-hmm. you know, especially if Gary Kubiak, you know. John Elway, like maybe they could have been something. Maybe they would have been able to find another quarterback. Who knows? Maybe Flacco would have worked well under Gary Kubiak. You never know, right? He might have. I mean, look at Flacco now. Mm-hmm. Oh, very. I know we talked about that. talking about Joe Flacco, but man, man, I don't know what Browns fans would do if the Super Bowl magically ended up Buccaneers Browns <laughs> without talking about Baker and Baker beats them. Oh man, that would be crazy. As, I mean, it's as crazy as as you know, Flacco beating Lamar too. So like, I mean, crazy as in like you know, you know, you gave up the old. It's like the old quarterback beat. Yeah, was he worth getting rid of? This could have been you winning. Mm. All right. So speaking, we're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have a lot of those. There's gonna be a lot of those games coming up about the old quarterback and was it the right decision? Right. Well, so far the only one that's, that 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 has paid off right now has been Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. But if Jared Goff goes wins the Super Bowl. This year, it's fair trade. Actually, it's kind of a steal from the Lions mm-hmm. because the Rams gave up like two first rounders and um, Jared Goff. So if right. Jared Goff wins one, get, who, who's better here? The Lions. So I kind of hope they do win, mm-hmm. especially since, you know first Super Bowl in Vegas, new team winning. That'd be nice. Yeah, so with the Dolphins winning, but I mean that's yeah. for other reasons. Yes. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, move on to the last game. Yes, Jordan Love and the Packers saving my uh, champion my fantasy championship they woo I know I mentioned it Bye. before but I, I uh, Jordan Love was like the sixth like ranked six in fantasy football in in um you know you know for the QB he got six ranked in points for the QB like I'm still astounded by that but um well, it depended on it really was up and down for weeks sure, like. actually only like two really bad weeks with fantasy points but mm-hmm. he 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 found his his rhythm he you really got to see if you watch the games like how he um um, really learned how to his style, his quarterbacking, his movement, his momentum, like like it just gelled. He finally learned how to gel. Like that's the word I was looking for. Like everything came together. I, I will say, um, a couple impressive things. Um, they won without Christian Watson, and I didn't realize. I don't know if he's been out for more than a week or so. But um, is it Jaden Reed? Yeah, he's come up. He's been playing great. Uh, Romeo mm. Dobbs is solid. So if Christian Watson comes back. Like if they have three um what, what? wide receivers, and then they've got a couple tight. Ends with um, what was it? Um, I know one the new guy. I know 
I know, like, Melton was one Melton, of them. no, no, no. Melton's another wide receiver. Oh, he's a wide receiver? Okay. Yeah, so I wanted to, you, you were going like, or I wanted to mention about Melton Cheese, sorry, what you were saying, because his name was Melton, and they're, they're the cheese heads, so it was like, oh. Melton Cheese. No, see, my thing was Hunka Hunka Melton Love. Yes. That, that, that was my thing. It was like, Melton Love, yeah. I think I was the one with Melton Cheese. Yeah. I didn't realize it was, uh, who was the other, uh, who was their tight end? Uh, Tucker Craft. Yeah. Ironic with the cheese stuff. <laughs> but um, they 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 did they did good. Uh, they're, they're I feel like they're gel. They they've really come to gel like this season. So hopefully next season's going to be even better. Well, yeah, and the, well, uh, what was it? Uh, Luke Musgrave, who oh, they drafted. The other tight, he he tight end. was injured too, so I don't think he was. So. Yeah, he's the other tight end I know that was uh, like I think he had a pretty mm-hmm. decent combination um, connection with with mm-hmm. Jordan Love earlier. Mm-hmm. So like if if Jordan Love's just getting the best out of his his, his weapons, like we're gonna see that that that, that team um, mm-hmm. have their third quarterback. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast with the predictions. <laughs> so but we'll have to see. We we we'll have to. See. It looks good right now, and it's probably only up from here. But we'll ha- we'll have to see. Make sure it's not just a fluke. Right. I mean, one year is too early. But if they, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they make a playoff next week. Right. Um. Also happy they beat as we were talking about. Happy they beat Brian Flores' defense. <laughs> yes. Uh, other than that, for um, Jaron Hall, mm-hmm. he, he needs a little more time. He was not quite ready. Not ready for a Joe. If you can't do much against Joe Barry's defense, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I think I would have, I don't know, Josh Dobbs and, and Nick Mullins would have been the way to go. <laughs> Nick Mullins had better stats than him. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. He only played a half. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, not, uh, the, I, I forget. Are the Vikings officially out of the playoff? Yes. Okay. Anyone said, I think anyone said, and nines eliminated unless they're um in the, the nfc south yeah because they of... only can get in if they win because they can win the division at eight and whatever eight and nine mm-hmm. so uh we'll we'll see uh what happens with that one but oh uh, my bad my bad my bad the vikings are um, not eliminated they're mathematically still in it i don't even know how that's possible well i believe it's the packers have to lose the seahawks have to lose the saints have to lose and the vikings have to win and the bucks have to win right i assume so yeah because if they lose and would move one of these if like i guess if the saints uh or unless the Saints, unless the panthers have to win too because that would knock the falcons into the the division title so the vikings would still have a chance to make it yeah so i guess the packers i guess the buccaneers would have to um is that the buccaneers lost and the falcons won and the falcons won because i said the saints have to lose then yeah the vikings and the falcons both get it in all messed up um scenarios of the nfl and the I, nfc I, I, I hope that doesn't happen because those are not playoff worthy <laughs> Definitely not the Vikings. I'm like, like, yeah, I'm like listening to what I'm saying. I'm like, how is this a possibility? <laughs> you say it, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just going to look up the clinching scenario to see how. I want to see how ridiculous it is. Yep, go for it. I, I kind of want to know the same. Yep. So if the Vikings, yep. So so yeah, no, the Buccaneers does not matter. The Buccaneers game does not matter to the. Um, oh, okay. To the to the Vikings getting in. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, because. It, it, what because of all the other ones I said, if the Bucks win, if the Bucks win, they're in. If the Bucks lose, the Falcons get in, and I guess the Buccaneers don't beat the Buccaneers don't beat out the um, Vikings. Then I guess not. I, I don't know how it all works, 
But <laughs> if if they get in there, um, they're going to lose to like whatever team they face. I can't imagine them making it past round one again. Or no, they didn't even make it past round one last year. So what if the Vikings won? So what if the Vi- so the Vikings would win? That would put them against um, I guess the NFC um, East. East because or Detroit. No, they play Detroit. So Vikings oh. win. They've already they've ruined right, right, Detroit's right. chances. So they get the if they get in the playoffs, they're playing Dallas or the Eagles, and maybe they have a shot at the Eagles. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No, no. I'd rather have two NFC South teams. <laughs> at least the Saints, yeah. Oh, uh, it's like I don't know if I want the Vikings possibility. The Vikings possibility, and I'd rather have the Saints, the Bucks Saints one. In. I think Green Bay is gonna. I think I, I, I trust Green Bay. I think they're playing in Lambo this year, right now. This, this week too. So. Well, you know the Bears will. The Bears are playing hot. So granted, they haven't beat the Packers, but you know all streaks come to an end eventually. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm rooting for the Packers <laughs> against the Bears. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be watching that game as much as I can, as well as the Broncos and a few other teams that I want to see win. So yeah, those seven afternoon games. <laughs> gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. I wish they had more afternoon games in general. Right. I don't Especially understand this. it. I don't understand why you just want three after. I mean, I get it on the. I mean, granted, I get it on the East Coast. It's like four o'clock and goes into the evening. But so. <sighs> right. I don't. I. I like. Um. Like. I, I'd rather have. I'd rather. I'd rather be able to watch more teams in the afternoon than being stuck with like ten games. Games in the in, in the morning last week. Right, that well, was ridiculous. Right, anything more than eight, I think. I think eight is the perfect number in the morning, and then the rest in the afternoon. Besides, you know, a couple Mondays or you know, two on two on Monday, uh, Sunday night, and and a Thursday. But uh, like at least maybe five in the after, four or five in the afternoon. Like you know, mm-hmm. like you know, four to five in the afternoon is I, I think is better. And then also like you know, for us like you know when we 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 got morning and afternoon game when we went to the East Coast back when we visited. Connecticut, like for us, it was so weird to be like, oh, it's one, it's one o'clock, the games are starting. Like, oh, this right? is the first game for us, one o'clock. That's the second game. Yeah, no, like I don't. It's like, yeah, so they, so yeah, in the East Coast, they're used to having a ton of games at one o'clock. We want a ton of games at one o'clock, right? right? <laughs> Though I will say the strangest experience watch, watching it was when I was in the UK, when I was in the UK, and it was in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, and I stay enough to watch the late game. <laughs> I mean. It, it, I was gonna say it, it did help that your your your, your ex girlfriend's dad was in football too. So. I mean, her family was. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, like. so uh, nothing really here to say about the Vikings. We'll see what happens. I just was really impressed. I'm I'm really impressed with the, the Packers. Like. I shouldn't say I'm really impressed. I'm I am impressed, but I'm happy because I thought Jordan Love and the Packers had the ability to do this. Because I, I, you could see Aaron Rodgers last year. He just didn't have as much. Probably would have made the playoffs if Jordan Love uh, played last year. I could see that. But revisionist not, history, <laughs> right? Not well, not not to say that they're they've got kind of the same record right now. But well, so it's a bet, yeah. You know, but I, I think that, but I think that's better for a you know first time first year starting at quarterback for the full season than somebody right. being like year 18 and you know i mean it, 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 because you're, you're just seeing the you know the age you know the 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 age hit him so like if he's getting older so you know you, you just can't do everything you used to be able to do so it's not but mm-hmm. it is it is what it is so mm-hmm. all right anything else we're good uh, here yeah well the Vi- the vikings just like i do miss kirk cousins and right well before we before we go and I, I don't want to spend too much time on it uh but it's fun for a little uh a little thing uh i think the dolphins 
Dolphins win. I think the Dolphins are going to want to fight to win so they kick Buffalo out of the playoffs. I think, uh, and I think, I, I, I think Pittsburgh, I think, has a chance at making it, and I think they will win because they're playing their starters, and they're not, and Baltimore's not playing the Ravens. But at the same time, as much as I don't want the, if I'm the Ravens, even though I don't want Lamar to get hurt, I don't want my opponent, I don't want my divisional rival that I've had struggles with to make the playoffs. So if I can do with less NFC, AFC, North, North teams, then I kind of want to play my toughest football that I can without Lamar to try, and that's probably what they're trying to do. So, but I can still see Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's going to be a tough one because are they playing in Baltimore or? Yeah, they're playing in Baltimore, but it's it's just it's an AFC it's an AFC North rivalry. It's a slobber knocker by default. <laughs> so, um, if if Mason Rudolph has as good a play solid football, I think they win, and I think Buffalo, and I think Houston wins. So I think the Colts and and the Bills are the not no. I think the Bills are gonna get in, and I think the, I think Dealer. As much as I oh, it's so tough to call. I really I I, I can see the the Bills only. I mean, how you said about the Dolphins win and they're kicking the, the Bills out. Well, I I think I feel like what's going to happen is it's going to end up Dolphins and Bills round one, then Dolphins and Bills round two. I know it's technically round two and then round three, but in the sense of I mean, well, Jacksonville did play strong, so I it's really up to between Jacksonville and the Steelers because they're the ones that are that if they win, they basically keep the Bills out. Yeah, because Houston would uh... Houston would over if Houston wins, they uh, I guess overlap and take the sixth seed. Yeah, ah, it's gonna be tough. I can definitely see the Steelers and the Bills both make it and miss it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really hard to predict right now because everybody's gonna be fighting for it. And I can see the Steelers so so against the the Ravens because it's like I said. So, but I can also see Buffalo beat the Dolphins. I hate to say it, but I can see it. Uh, I don't know what to expect from our game, but before, mm-hmm. with the Dolphins and the Bills, we've both been playing. We've both been playing like just up and down this entire year. So all I know is that like the Bucks are gonna work their ass off so that they get that win and they're in. And then mm-hmm. um, I do think, and I can see Chicago wanting to play spoiler for the Packers, but I can see the Packers really wanting to win and 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 doing everything that they have been doing to get that win. The Packers mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, what the biggest problem with the Packers is mm-hmm. Joe Barry's defense. And Justin Fields playing hot. Being able to run it? Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, and being able to throw, run it and throw it. <laughs> this isn't like Justin Fields is like, I think, evolved into a better quarterback this year, finally. Um, And I think that that might affect the Packers' chances. And if you're the Packers, do you really, if you're the Packers fan, I know you want to win, but do you really want to keep Joe Barry more? <laughs> I don't think he's got a chance at really, you know, keeping his job. If they win a Super Bowl and that defense plays wild, that might be the only way. I feel like Joe Barry is um, the equivalent of Josh Hoyer, Miami's defensive coordinator last year, and we were eight and and we were eight and eight going into week eighteen, needing the win to get into the playoffs, and we did it, and then lost, and he and then lost, and he was fired. So they might just mirror us. I can see it, <laughs> but I'd still give them a chance against the Eagles and the Cowboys. So yeah, but the they Lions. might play the they might play the Lions, and it's not and like we said, not Thanksgiving. And I don't know about the face of the moon. moon I have to check on the face of the moon though. All right. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> with that being said, we didn't really say much predictions. My big ones, I think I'm going. I'm riding with the. I'm going with the Packers. I magically want the two NFC South. I'm, I'm going with the Packers and the, the Texans. Those two teams, I'm. For sure, I feel the best on. So, anything else to add? Because I'm ready to wrap it up. Yeah. I think that I think the Texans have a good shot. And well, I per well, it's like I don't know with certain things, but with with who I, who I want Miami to play in the playoffs. So like with seven seed or six seed. So or like with Miami and six seed. So it's just a whole mess. But yeah, I'm pretty good. All right. Well, with that, they uh, I just want to say Happy New Year. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, give it, please like, uh, subscribe, share, give us some feedback. Oh, we'd love to hear it. Then let us know if you want to hear more about your team. If um, you know you'd like some shorter podcasts, you know, team specific podcasts, let us know. We're we'll be happy to you know you know get some feedback and, and listen to what you think. Still pretty new to this uh, sports podcasting, but we're enjoying it so far. So uh, uh, like I said, give us some feedback. Uh, thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you here uh, next week for the for week 18 and the finale of the regular season of the 2023 NFL season. Again, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you here next time. Bye.